like I was born for this. I can't see myself in nothing more, I'm convinced. I cannot rely on nothing else to get me high. I've been doing this so long, it's keeping me alive. Got my heart in this so much, it's keeping me from dying. I don't know what more I gotta do to make them feel me. Anything you think you saw, don't compare to the real me. Once I show them the real me, they turn into my enemy. Dog, I know that I found my lane, I put it in overdrive. I know I don't think the same, you can say that I changed my mind. I ain't befriending no more haters, ain't listening to no lies. But don't like how I'm moving, I'm leaving, I'm all behind. I'm seeking so I can find, I'm reaching so I get high. My purpose so I can die, I'm not trying yo, to answer Yo, 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 what's good, what's cracking? We back, brand new episode of the Black Otakus of the Culture. Episode 92, Eight Away from the Big Hondo. And it's your boy Chris J, glad to be back. Got the whole squad on here, going to do y'all selves. Yo, stress out. What's good, it's DC. What's Bracken? It's Cam. Alright, we all here, all accounted for. Uh, also, shout out to those that listened to last week's episode, G. The episode it's did done. numbers. It did numbers. For, hey. like, the best for a first week of any episode of Black Otaku's. Shout out to that, man. We appreciate you niggas on the real. Y'all the goat. Y'all are early. That's that's my early goat, the listeners, G. Because I wasn't expecting those numbers. I was not. So, shout out to y'all wanting to know that NASA's a coochie scout. But, uh, anyway, so, going in, how we start every episode. We've been reading, watching, and playing. Uh, let me go ahead and get playing out the way first. I barely played anything this week. Only thing I did play, I turned my PlayStation on because we had to play because for podcast reasons, the COD beta came out. And yes, mm-hmm. me and DC slammed the alpha horribly. We, t- we slammed it. But we got to see how it improved. And I think only me and Daytra played it. So um, we'll talk about that later. But that's it for playing. In terms of reading... Uh, Chainsaw Man. This was a tame. Alright, early technical difficulties. I don't know what the hell happened, but we back. But anyway, Chainsaw Man. Uh, I don't remember anything spectacular that happened, honestly. Uh, besides the fact that, uh, Makima summoned some niggas. That's it. I'm (laughs) right now. Yeah, so uh, Cam might be remember more because he's refreshing himself now. Uh, my hero was decent. Uh, yeah, my hero's decent. Uh, it's setting up for a lot right now. The spoilers came out, and the spoilers is looking really good. But uh, but in terms of this week's chapter, it, like all it showed was Deku and it is going about to enter Avatar state mode. But in terms of all for one or one for all no all for one Shh. Hey, which one's deku man just, hey, hey, hey. one for all one for one all for all is good all for one is bad I okay think it's the same thing. look man i think look but anyway deku's about to enter one for all uh state because uh niggas is about to take over his so- his soul because uh clearly uh, one all for one is taking over Shiggy. So now we're getting to the point of all right, this is getting weird. But uh, 
Bakugo seems like he's still alive. So that's that. Um, but yeah. But I can't wait to read the actual chapter because the spoilers I read makes uh awful one seem seem like an asshole. And I'm I'm here for asshole bars. Uh so that's it for reading because One Piece didn't come out. Oh wait, uh solo leveling has been really decent. Uh shout out to my man's Jin Woo. He's out here in the streets. Uh shout out to his guild. Uh, I don't want to put too much spoilers because I don't think Cam has been reading it as often so i don't want to spoil him uh, uh i let the chapters build up yeah that's the best way to do it uh, i've been i just build them up for every two weeks at this point uh so yeah that's it for reading now for playing i mean watching a lot of watching but first i'm gonna knock this out the way because i keep forgetting the boys has been extremely freaking good really freaking good g season two was really good it just ended just ended unfortunately You disappear again? Yeah, hear me? All right. I don't know why my mic keep going out. But uh, I'm going to have to do something else to it. But if it happens again. But, uh, but yeah, season two was really freaking good. Uh, shout out to uh, Women Power doing gang initiations. Um, We'll talk about that later. And in terms of anime, I'm still binge watching Cold Geass. It's so freaking good. So good. I'm on season two now. Uh, I was concerned for a moment because I thought they turned my man's Lelouchin to a simp. But when he when he got his flow back, I was I I was I had to uh, get him out the honorable mentions of simphood because I was scared for a moment. Y'all don't understand how scared I was. Uh, and then wait, anything else I gotta say about Koki ass? Also, still fuck Suzaku forever. That nigga's 12. He is 12. <laughs> that nigga is the police. He turned his best oh, I friend you say, in. I thought you said like he's legit 12 years old. I'm like, wait, what? No, no. Uh, that nigga's uh, the police. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that nigga's the police, G. I don't care. Like, Mux may sit there and say he may get better. He's this and that. That nigga's the police. To the T. Oh, I just said he gets better. I never said I like the nigga. I just oh. said he just gets better. He's on, uh, on the he got worse <laughs> to me. <laughs> to me, he got worse. A lot worse. Uh, I'll, I'll let you cook. No matter. No, like I just like if look, he has. I don't. I think it's what fifty. I'm on episode thirty six in terms of all the episodes combined. He has probably another fifteen or so episodes to uh, change my mind. But as of right now, that nigga is the police. He's a simp for a dead woman. And I don't appreciate the fact that he took Lelouch's sister away from him. Oh, yeah, that was a bitch move. I hated him. Yeah, he a whole ass for that. Like, I'm sorry. He's a bitch. And I ain't. So, uh, that's my cold gear's rant. Uh, oh, yeah, shout out to uh, Violetta being uh, the waifu of the series, by the way. Um... Jujutsu Kaisen has been really good. Uh, I like this uh, week's episode. I like how I just built up the consequences of like what my man's is doing, and uh, because clearly they're just using him to eat fingers. They literally use that nigga to eat fingers, but 
of a dead nigga, of a dead demon nigga or whatever. But uh, but it was a cool episode though. I like how they just broke down the stakes of of what he's doing and stuff. Um, I watched the second episode of Standing on a Million Lives. It has one more episode or it's getting dropped. You better than me. I'm done with it. Hey, like I, I give it the three episode rule. This has one I'm more episode. It all through, but that, that that episode was butt cheeks. It it really was. <laughs> <laughs> like that might be done out here. Uh, Tony Kawa over the moon. Second episode dropped. That was decent. Uh, I like. It was a really decent episode. It's just my man's just being a little confusing, or he's just overthinking things. Cause I'm like, bro. You the one that told her, yes, I'll marry you, G. Now you out here tweaking and all of that. But she's still a stranger to you, so I get it. Uh, Black Clover was decent. Man. You said what, uh, Cam? He's trying to find the boundaries, man, before he goes balls deep. Literally. I respect it. I definitely respect it. Uh, Black Clover was decent this week. Um, no... Uh, I watched the first episode of the Crunchyroll original for this season. No blessing. No, no bless. No Belize. There we go. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and mm. I don't mean it like in a God of High School type of way. Because they explained the plot. But maybe because I was watching it before I went to bed. that I just was like, what the hell is going on? But all I saw was like uh, them beat up like... I guess the, I don't know who's the main character. That's probably the best way. I don't know who's the main character. Who who am I supposed to focus on? The uh the butler nigga or the the high school nigga? So that's confusing to me. Uh, then for let me skip over to Funimation and see what I watched off there. Um, uh, they don't really post history. I hate that. Uh. Uh, what did I watch off there? Still didn't watch. I didn't watch Fire Force yet. Um, I watched The Day I Became a God. Uh, how do I phrase this? This looks like some ass. That's ass. Um, Slice of Life. A lolly just magically pops up and she thinks she's a god who calls herself Odin. And, but the weird thing is, is like, she tells him what to do, and he doubts her, and he just keeps taking L's. So, but I... Lolly, bro. I'm good on that show. Yeah. I had to mention that part, just to get Cam a little triggered a little bit, but yeah. Um, so I watched that. Uh... Oh, here we go. That's why I was looking for the name of it. Uh, Akuma, Akumada, Akudama Drive. There we go. Dion told me to uh, watch it because he posted a little clip on uh, the group chat. And I saw how beautiful the animation was. It had blood, blood, guts, and gore in action. And I was like, I'm sold. But uh, I actually like it in terms of what minor story it gives because I just needed some action. Some legit just raw uncut action because I feel like this season's lacking that. It's really good. Uh, the characters probably are growing me a little bit by little, but there's a nigga with dreadlocks, so I'm so... And it's also a nigga who rides a bike and blows niggas up, too. 
So I'm cool with that. And there's also a nigga that, that only on Funimation. I believe it's only on Funimation. Yes, it's not on Crunchyroll. All right, I'll check it out later then. Yeah, uh, check that out. Watch, uh, pretty much this is before one point five, damn near, but it's called Kuma Kuma Bear, where I think I described I mentioned it on last week's episode, where it's about Shorty who gets an overpowered bear costume and beats niggas' asses, and that's literally what it is. Nothing else to add to it, and. Oh, I watched this other anime called Talentless Nana. At first, I thought it was giving me My Hero vibes because it's based off a hero-based society or whatever and teenagers in a school trying to learn how to control their powers. But it's actually the to- it's more of the, uh, the heroes or the people with superpowers are the bad guys and the people who don't have powers are kind of like sp- spies to take them out. So, the boys, there we yeah. In a way, it's like the boys in a way. So, uh, because at, at first the way the episode was going, I'm thinking this is literally my hero because the main they were focused on the main character well, who I perceived as the main character. He was Deku, like who didn't have really have powers, and then come to fi- and then he some girl who I guess claimed to be a mind reader, who's actually the main character. She is the spy, and she ended up killing dude at the end of the episode. And I was like, "Oh, that's what's well, going on." So, but uh, that the twist in itself made me actually want to keep watching it now. So I'm curious on how episode two is going to go because I feel like they're going to explain her side of the story a little bit more. But but yeah, so that's it in terms of everything I watched. Uh, I didn't watch Fire Force yet, and I still. I think that's the only thing in terms of what I'm watching in terms of this season that I didn't watch yet was Fire Force. So that's it for me. Oh, oh I was going to unmute myself like I was in a Zoom call or something. Uh, for me, y'all going to be so proud of me. Let me start off with reading. So throughout this week, I decided myself to still not read shit. So I didn't read anything. Um, for, I want to start off with probably watching, I think. Alright, so I've been on a I don't wanna watch anime bands, and this has been really, really right. I think my skin is getting extremely clear. Um that I'm not watching anime now. So decided not to watch anime, so and the reason I decided not to watch anime is I'm fucking lazy, I guess. Uh I went on Crunchyroll to like put in a password and I was like, I couldn't find these fucking passwords to my goddamn Texas. Well, I'm just not gonna watch no anime. And I decided to make it like a little fucking thing, I guess. Probably gonna watch anime until next season. Oh, wait, until December, whatever day it is, because that's when Attack on Titan come out. And I want to see how that shit in good or bad. But um, I decided, since I want to watch anime, to continually watch more live action shit. Um, so, so Lovecraft Country, I want to talk about that because it's very, very polarizing episode that got what was a fan blade split. And I think a lot of people dropped a show off of it, which was actually... And all, honestly, I'm not dropping it off of that because I really give a fuck. But I can see why people did drop a show from that. Uh, what happened in there? Um, I started The Wire because uh, hey. that is one of the best shows that has ever entered television history. I heard so I want to start that first two episodes. Did I fall asleep? Of course, but that's just because of my sleep pattern, not because I was bored. Um, but I just... do like. Some- 
I will say this. On season two, you're going to have to tough out a lot of boring shit, but it's important for the plot. I watched a shit ton of anime. So I know how to tough out a lot of boring stuff. Um, you got. I, I like how, like I was about to say, I like how you got. Um, uh, who was it? The nigga that every black woman like. What's his name? Um, uh, you know, Idris Elba. Yeah, Idris Elba. Um, I like how they made him already look like D shit in the beginning because he was in a courtroom. Acting like he was fucking taking notes and all of a sudden it was fucking die detective or some shit like that. Really fucking cool. Um, all that. And they got a lot of like, they got a lot of good actors in that show. Like a lot of them. I did not know it was that many. Um, but yeah, it was, we only watched two episodes, two or three. That is, I don't know. Aren't they hour long episodes? Every it's an HBO five. show. Most of them yeah, gonna so be an hour. HBO got a contract for like, hey, make them into the hour. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna watch that when I'm not asleep or I'm not doing stuff, uh, like playing my game and stuff like that. But I'm gonna try to watch it as much as I can. Probably on my way to the crib tomorrow. Um, I try to watch it. Um. So that's a shout out to HBO Max. Another shout out to HBO Max. I watched the Meat Mill movie. It's not Meat Mill's movie. It's a movie with Meat Mill in it, but he was like part of the the production and shit, I guess. But it's more about Baltimore and um, bike riding and shit like that. But this young kid isn't cliche as fuck. Of course, it is extremely cliche of every hood movie ever. Damn near almost BT level of cliche, but it was still okay, right? <laughs> um, it was still good for what it was. It was still, uh, I liked the scenery. It made Baltimore look like a very dirty Chicago, which is what fucking Baltimore is. Um, the bike life aspect of it that it revolved around was really, really cool. Uh, I just, it was like, it was kind of weird that the main characters and the kids, they was coming out like seventh, eighth grade, by the way. And this is not like back in the 90s or something. This is like literally like, I think this movie was set around like 2017, 2015 or something like that, around that time. I think even around this time. I don't know. The timing is really fucking weird. But uh, like these niggas started selling drugs. So I was like, it was horribly paced. I would say that. It was horribly paced. And I never thought I would say that in anything other than God High School. But it was horribly paced. And it, it's like towards the, you could tell it was like rushing it. And I was like, it could have been a whole movie, but I guess they have no money to make it more than like a fucking hour. But they were rushing towards the end because they, they went from poor niggas to like drug dealers just to buy a bike. And at this point, y'all niggas got chains. Y'all dressing around in Gucci and stuff like that. Y'all could have been bought y'all a motorbike. But I digress, right? Um, at the end, one unrealistic thing that happened, because me and Neil was this nigga named MGM Black. I'm like that. And basically, like, they were in a bike gang and I sold drugs. That's a weird-ass name. But he just got out of jail. He fixing the bikes. He ain't with the drug selling shit no more. He kind of become a pacifist. He helping like the main character because he got the main character's brother killed because the main character's brother wanted to help his family. He's like, hey, put me on. I want to sell drugs. First time he went to go sell drugs, got his ass shot. Um, so yeah, so Meek Mill feel kind of bad. The next thing you know, little homie started working on bikes because all he want to do is have a bike. So Meek Mill like, look, man, I got your brother killed. I'm going to help you. But you can go on this bike. I'm listening to you. 
So, you know, they was got darn working in the shop to teach him life lessons and shit. You, you already know how that worked out. It didn't. Um, so folks ended up wanting to go sell drugs because he couldn't. He wanted to help his mom out too. Boom. Next thing you know, they was like, yo, I'm trying to sell drugs for these niggas that ride bikes. I want to make my own thing. Let's get our own money to buy our own drugs. Dumbest shit I've heard in my life. They did one, the one thing you do not do in any hood movie ever, and that's rob a Korean store. So they went to go rob a Korean store because they didn't know <laughs> Koreans got a motherfucking gun. Shot their fat friend. They fat oh, my God. Him. They shot their fat friend. Fat folks was a horrible character throughout the whole entire show. He was not fucking funny. Um, he always wow. talked about jagging up, too. I don't know why. But <laughs> boom, went back to the bike stop with Meek Mill. Meek, this is, I said all that. Set this up because it's so fucking stupid. Even when I set it up, it's so fucking stupid. The cops came. McMill was like, I- "I'm gonna take the plug." This nigga, I don't care where you from. I don't care who you is. This nigga just came from jail. He seen how jail is. He told, "I'm gonna take the fall." I was there in that robbery when that little fat kid got killed. That nigga, what? Nigga, you already got a rap sheet. You already went to jail. You 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 done you done fix your life up. And this kid, you don't even know him for like six months. You want to take the ride for? Oh yeah, suck my dick, dog. I will never do that in my life. Nobody will fucking do that. Lil folks going to jail. Okay, huh? Lil folks going to jail. Lil folks done fucked up. Bad. (laughs) (laughs) The cat nigga gone. He he get locked up. Extended stay, my nigga. I feel sorry for your moms, but you made the wrong decision. I told you don't go sell no drugs. It's your fault now. I don't care if you did save my dog, because the, the main character was like a really, really, really smart. But he was like, what's smart? He was like veterinarian smart. He loved animals and shit like that. Really, he was helping people save dogs and shit. He delivered the kitten. Really, really cool moment. Um, but yeah, it was an okay movie. Uh, would I tell people to watch it? If you bored, it's better than watching Baby Boy on repeat on BET, I guess. So yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so Lovecraft Country. Uh, Lovecraft Country, really, 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 I like the show because. H.P. Lovecraft got some weird shit, and I like that type of stuff. Sorry for cursing for now and for the for the four of the episodes, so I don't have to keep saying that. But um, like, I understand why people said this show is stupid. Um, so I was like, okay, so when people when people first saw this clip of Bo, which basically like I think that's like Emmett Till's nickname, right? So Emmett Till was in the show, right? He had the same fit on. That Emmett Till had before you know what happened to bro. So they was with this Ouija boy. And Bo, aka Emmett Till, was like, when I go on this trip, will I have fun? And the Ouija boy said, no. God, this is nothing. Yo, if a Ouija boy say no, don't go on that trip. Because <laughs> it's, it's not going Ouija boys are right 99% of the time because they fucking mess with the mnemonic realm in any show and in real life. So don't mess with a Ouija board, right? So he went to trip. A uh, couple episodes passed uh, with because nobody know Lovecraft Country. Like I said last time, I was talking about this show deals with like in the civil rights era, Jim Crow, all that type of stuff. Woo, 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 woo. Um, so this episode starts back with a whole bunch of main characters, and there's so much to talk about. But I'm just gonna talk about this one thing. So uh, Emmett Till's death, right? That's the beginning of the episode. The D, the, the Atticus, the main character, his niece or something like that. God, it's a lot of people in this fucking show. Um, she dealing with the death worse than everybody else. Um, but Emmett Till's death was a big part. I think in the beginning of the episode, 
that was fire because it gave you a sense of like, what the fuck is going on, right? This is sad. This is how it really went. Like, they, they, it was beautiful, established shots. People was running out the thing, throwing up. You could the look on those people's faces was reminiscent of you hearing anything about Emmett Till's funeral in which his mom did not care how people felt that it wasn't on a bottle floor on the body. The body wasn't dressed up anyway. The body wasn't perfumed or anything. Like, he still smelled like sewage. So, and he still had, like, he was still decomposing as we speak. So, it was on a hot summer day, so you could smell the body. So, everybody who acted in that scene did a great, great job. Um, and then D, like, she is, because her family done fucked up and not telling nobody too many secrets and shit like that, she done end up in a situation of the, the main plot line that I'm not about to fucking explain because it's so fucking long and, and extremely weird because it's H.P. Lovecraft. But she ended up running into these cops. These cops passed a spell on her. And the only time that I was legit fast-forwarding because I did not like what I seen, not because it was disrespectful, because I was like, that shit is kind of scary, and I'm not about to say I have a nightmare because I was watching this shit, was when she was getting chased by these pickaninnies, and that shit was scary as fuck. They were doing that erratic movement and dancing and shit. Like some fucking, like the, you ever seen a chick in... When a living single thing just started on a the theme song, yeah, and she was dancing in the background. That's how little motherfuckers was dancing while walking towards her. Nobody else could see her. Shit was scary. I didn't want to keep watching that, so I fast forward. But the main gripe everybody had in this episode. So this black chick. So she's like the sister of Atticus' girlfriend, and woo woo woo. But she want to work at Marshfield, or whatever that big place was in Chicago. But in order to do it. She ain't up messing with, with this one person. It's a lot of motherfuckers characters in this show that's intertwined that nobody know why the fuck they intertwine until probably the episodes that come on tomorrow. But during that time, uh, she this dude ended up giving her a potion to turn white. She saw how it is to be white. She liked it, but didn't like it at the same time. Did some shit while she was white. But at the end of the day, they fucking each other because she thought he she was a man. But in all actuality, she had a potion to become a man. And woo woo woo. And then after after they fucked, right? They, she went up to the white girl and was like, yo, boom. Uh, you don't understand. The only reason I cracked you because such and such and such and such. Notice I never had sex with you if I was a black woman. I, you know, woo -woo. The only reason I was a white woman because I wanted to see how I feel. You would never understand how it feels to be a black woman. And this is where the shit fucked up on. Because the white lady in that post said, I don't care what happened to Emmett Peel, right? And she said, you'll never understand. Basically, the white woman is involved because of manage, magic. But this is what happened, right? So the white woman decided to do the dumbest shit in television history almost. She reenacted Emmett Till's death for no fucking reason. And that's why I understand people dropped the show. It might, in hindsight, it might be like, oh, that's no big deal. But they reenacted it to a fucking T. Okay, like, I was about to ask that, like, what was the depth of how they... They really did that on television? They reenacted it to the T. She paid two white men to beat the dog shit out of her, then shoot her, tie a cotton gin fan to her foot, and put Bob no, to, to, to Bob wire to tie around her neck and throw her inside the fucking lake. So she killed herself in the reenactment. For no fucking reason, it came back, from my knowledge. Well, she came um, back to life and was die. like, yeah, it's no big deal. She can't die. She's invulnerable. So I guess she did it to, to, to have remorse. But at the end of the day, that still don't make fucking sense. 
Like it, it, it just don't make sense. You could say, "Oh, I did it to see how I feel," but in the in the way this lady character is built, she don't give a shit about shit like that. So it's it's so if you was to watch the show and realize like there was no point in reenacting Emmett Till's death. Not only reenacting Emmett Till's death, but I think this is the biggest kicker part because people already have a problem with white people being too powerful in that episode. And I'm kind of like, bro, it's the 1930s. And white people was like, if they prime around that time. But why would a white woman do Emmett Till's death, G? That's just so stupid. But all in all, the show about to end, season one about to end soon. And I guess I like the show other than that one part. And then sometimes it get fucking boring from time to time. But that's like everything. Um, but I like the show. And Attic is a fucking dumbass sometimes. But like, lastly... What I say about that one show. So the co-writer or co-director, I don't know, is um Jordan Peele. So his record is has a blemish on it. It's not just the Us movie. It's this shit too. So yeah, let's hope Candyman be better. Uh watch the boys. We'll talk about that later, but I'm probably higher on it than, like like I'm just high on the boys right now. Fucking love that show. Um I think that's it for things I watch. Oh, I like to shout out to the YouTube channel. You don't need me to shout them out. But it's a very good YouTube channel. It's called like Do Tier List or some shit like that. Basically, it's about like it's an inf- it's educational information about animals, but he's doing it in a really cool way of making it seem like it's a fucking video game. Like in a Jurassic period when the fucking comic came, he called that the biggest band wave and nurse in fucking human history. I mean in Earth's history. And then, you know, he talked about his fucking marine life OP, is this like that. And he makes this stuff really seem like a video game. The video is being edited really, 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 really well to make it entertaining while you're watching it. It's not long videos. I'll subscribe anybody to watch that shit. It's really fucking good. Um, so off to playing. So I didn't play that much because I only been playing Witcher all the entire time. Witcher is a good game. You don't have to say that that much. But I did play two things that annoyed me really, 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 really much. Chris, you can talk about it by yourself. This is all I got to say about the Call of Duty thing. It's fucking ass. I have nothing really else to say about this shit. It's ass. The maps are ass. The characters are ass. The only thing about that game that feels good is the fluidity. And before motherfuckers be like, oh, you just garbage. You die all the time. I went positive one and I went negative. And not positive when I went like 14 or fucking 10. I mean, stunt niggas one I went negative. And it's still fucking ass, right? I don't have any, like, enjoyment of playing that fucking game. I don't have any enjoyment of buying that fucking game. I will not corrupt my brand new... PlayStation 5, if some of you do not have a good track worker with fucking system that happened when they first come out, I will not corrupt my brand new PlayStation 5 that I'm going to spend money on in a time of this pandemic with a game like that. So I will not be playing. I will not be looking at it. Well, I will not be thinking about it. We will not have future God God. Well, I will not have future re- 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 fucking reviews on this fucking game because it's ass. It will forever be ass and stop having hope on COD at the end of the day. Um... But other than that, I've been playing Crash. Along with that, I forgot to do this, but I told the niggas at the party, I was going to say the developers by fucking name and tell them your days are fucking numbered. Ha ha, because I'm joking. Um, I hate your game. I'm probably not the only one that hates your game. I probably won't be the last person to hate your game. I fucking hate your game. The only thing that's stopping me from deleting this game is pure nostalgia. But nostalgia is literally on the thinnest of fucking lines. Am I garbage? Of course I'm garbage. It's a fucking 
fucking crash game. If you call yourself the best crash player in this known universe, it's a reason. Because the lack of vagina in your fucking veins is keeping you that way. Mm. But don't please tell me uh, the reason uh, you just regard. No, the game is fucking ass. All the shit that people thought that they fucking fixed in that insane trilogy that I thought they fucking fixed. No, they fucking didn't. They just put a fucking circle at the bottom of crash. I slipped through boxes. I die out of nowhere. I fucking slip through cracks in the ground. I over jump shit. In the game itself, bro, the game knows that it's a crash game. So in order for you to get your $60 worth, if you pay for this game, they make you do those boards more than fucking once. Unless you, and I quote, that nigga. And I am not that nigga. So they tell you, you want these fucking skins? And you can be like, oh, you can play the game without getting the skins. But come on, bro. Anybody with any type of goddamn, like, brain, like, all right, I might not get the, all them boxes this time, but I'm going to try to get it on this level. That's just the way it goes when you like playing video games. You like achieving things, right? It's not like a, a, a bad thing. just the way it is. But you made it to the point that you have to fucking choose. So in all actuality, if you want to beat Crash and it's in fucking entirety, you want to play the game. You want to play each board three times. You want to play it to get the boxes. You want to play it to have a no death run. And then you want to play it to, to do the time trial shit. Fuck that. To get the boxes, you die like 23 fucking times. Because one, you got to find out where the fuck the box is at after you just looked at the last box on the screen and you have 161 out of 162. So you got to find out where the fuck is that last box. Oh, you realize that last box is a box you have to fucking double jump on this fucking thing to make sure you spin off screen to hit the fucking box. That's one playthrough. Then you got to do a no death playthrough in which you don't care about the fucking boxes, right? But you have to make sure you don't fucking die. So when you're doing that shit and then you, you play with that ugly ass mask that you ask to come into fucking time and sometimes you can actually clip your fucking big token clip through that goddamn time rip and you fucking die, <laughs> that's one. And then you got to do the time shit. And even when I was a kid, fuck the time trials. So I, 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 I have a big problem with the game. Am I garbage? Of course I am. It's the Souls games of fucking platforming. Of course I'm going to be goddamn garbage. But that means the game ain't shit. It's beautiful. It's great. Every animation is great. The skins are awesome. Shorty ass thick. The fucking coyote is a big chungus that motherfuckers love on foreign fucking Twitter. That's amazing. But the core thing of that fucking game can lick the, the bottom of my fucking nutsack, G. I'm not going to... Like, it pissed me off today because I'm at... Get fucking 25 at the end of that board and please don't oh, bang yourself. You just didn't find a box. Nigga, what the fuck am I supposed to look if I die 25 times looking for the bitch? But I digress. I will say it again. If you like getting fucking raped, if you like getting taken advantage of, if you like getting tampered with and 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 and, and touched and 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 being exposed. And feeling like you're worthless and feel like you're a piece of shit. You get a thrill out of getting beat. You get a thrill out of being cupped. Play Crash. Enjoy the game. Have fun. Raise your hands in the sky and say thank you, Vicarious Visions and Activision, if you really, really miss me, for bringing this game upon my life. But as for me and my sanctity and my fucking brain, before I goddamn start throwing shit in this room, I'm not gonna do that shit. 
Um, so yeah, would I give it another go? Of course, right? Probably after I beat Witcher and I ain't got shit else to play. But I am really about to take him on that fucking offer and play that game he was talking about last week with that long ass name. So yeah, that's it for me. Cool. I, I like I'm gonna continually mute my mic, and if you see it muted, because we got money, then see I'm gonna yell out, so you don't hear like this sensor go off in the background. Um, if it happens while I'm talking, I literally can't change that. But um, I guess I'll start with what I was playing this week, because I didn't really play. I played a little bit of Witcher. I was trying to find the um, the woven armor, and I think. I fixed the glitch that was happening to me because I kept going through the portal and I kept falling off the damn mountain. But I reloaded it and now it's like acting okay. Hopefully I could get the rest of the armor because I love the way that armor looks and I can't see myself do the DLC without that armor. So it is what it is. Um, I didn't play that beta. I downloaded it and I was like offline letting it download and then when I looked in the chat and y'all was saying it was ass I immediately deleted it so I'm not gonna touch that beta. Yeah, I'm good on that. I don't even like shooters like that anyway. Um and then uh I played a little bit of UFC with Dustin. Me and him are like even in our records against each other. And uh I just got two wins over him so I got a winning record against him again and I'm not giving him no run backs. I'm done. I'm not playing that shit no more. Um, and that's it for gaming. I think I read a lot this week, but I'm trying to remember what anime I watched because I don't want to overlook anything. I guess for anime, I was checking out this um, anime called Science Fell in Love. I think it came out last season or a couple seasons ago. Yeah, I talked about that a couple podcast episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, I'm checking that out. I'm enjoying it. It's just something to watch because... Like what Cam said, that, that romance fix when it comes, I'll just watch anything. But if it's trash, I'll drop it. But I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I forgot what episode I'm on. And I'm not saying it's like the the most amazing thing. It's just, it's funny. It does what it's supposed to do, in my opinion. So that's all I'll say about it. Uh, I didn't watch this week's Jujutsu Kaisen episode. So, but I'm what I assume from the source material, that it was a good episode for what they covered. Uh, then I watched Akamu Dama Drive. And just like what Chris said and what uh, Dion said in the chat, like the visuals alone is worth watching. Uh, specifically, like for me, since I'm in uh, illustration, animation, graphic design, all that jazz, like it does all the right things. The use of color is amazing. I love the cinematography. I like the, it's just overall just really, really good to look at. I love I love the art style. So I'm definitely gonna be checked. This probably gonna be, might be my favorite for this season. So we'll see, it might be a battle between Jujutsu Kaisen and this. And I think that's it for watching, um, for reading. The Chainsaw Man chapter kind of confused me a little bit. Cause you know how, uh, Makima said that she was a fan of Chainsaw Man, right? But then now she wants him. I don't know. It's kind of weird because, like, she okay, she said that she wants to, like, make Denji suffer. But then she's also a fan of Chainsaw Man. And she wants to see his work and him, like, erase people. But then they're going after him. So I don't know what the purpose of all this is because 
end of the chapter, she was like, oh, I guess this is going to work. So I don't know what the the goal is for Makima when it comes to Chainsaw Man. So I'm just, I'm not upset. It's just kind of confusing because she's kind of flipping back and forth. I noticed it. So She's toxic. That's why. She's toxic, but like, god damn, man. Like, I, she's just, oh, man. It's, I don't know. It's just everyone's batshit crazy. And I should have known, but I, I assume that there's going to be some goal in this. I'm just waiting for it. Uh, that's it for Chainsaw Man. I actually caught up on um, Uzaki-chan. I read the manga because I was too lazy to watch the anime. And I caught all the way up. Uh, that shit is hilarious. I think in terms of uh, just like slice of life romance that I'm reading, that's probably the best one. Because I am reading Rent-A-Girlfriend. We all know how everybody feels about that series. So I'm not going to speak too much on it. I did read that this week. It was a slow chapter. A lot of setting up so i'm probably just gonna skip out on those chapters and let them build up so i can read because i don't like build up in slice of life because then i'm just i easily forget what i'm reading and then when we get to stuff i'm not gonna remember the uh setup plot points um next i read oh i'm catching back up on dr stone i finally i think i'm about 10 chapters before i go back to being weekly and there's a good arc coming up that I've been hearing about and at first I said it was kind of mid and boring but after rereading it I started to enjoy the arc that I was on I felt like they could have I feel like the whole sciencey thing with Senku like if Senku's not on panel things kind of get boring so I think they're fixing that at least where I'm at right now they fixed that situation so we're getting a lot more Senku. They gave us a little bit of, uh, I like his, well, I don't know how, like, wait, you did you guys finish the anime or not? Like the season that came out? Yeah, I, I don't did. care about spoilers, dog. You don't care about it? I mean, I'm not going to spoil too much, but for me, the, well, one the, thing way, I was, yeah, the one thing I was really interested in is like his dynamic with his foster father, because he says they're not blood related. Oh. And so they added more to that like they get not too much but like a little tidbit more into that relationship and what i don't like cause that's why i asked because i don't know what the anime gave y'all but i guess i'll just spoil but basically his step father or foster father was an astronaut and so they're the reason why uh the the people that they meet they're all descendants of his father's colleagues and stuff like that. So like this chapter that I was reading explained like the difficult task in leaving breadcrumbs for Senku. And we found out like, you know, at the beginning of the uh, series, you see Senku in the cave and that citric acid falls on him. His father put him in that cave. So I always knew that that was like convenient, but this chapter basically explains that all, all this was set up from his pops. Cause they're both similar to like really, really smart strategic, like really that like info dump. Bad. That don't sound bad at all. That was hmm. dope. I like that. So, Doctor Stone's pretty decent, man. I'm I'm getting back on it slowly but surely. Um, I read a little bit of One Punch Man. It was a uh, Tatsumaki versus some other psychic shorty. Only reason why I read it because the niggas in that One Piece Discord was spamming the uh, the Tatsumaki pictures of her like doing like crazy like it was some crazy panels like it showed like part of the planet like split. 
and like crazy like like whoever draws that manga i keep forgetting his name that dude is cold for life like he's top five in terms of manga yeah, in terms of drawing he's a really popular one too a lot of people just he went he just like um fuck i forgot his name my bad i just had his fucking name i'll be back oh dude that draws uh dr stone yeah yeah i forgot his name too but they they neck and neck man because that those uh the way they were showing Tatsumaki's like telekinetic powers it was just amazing, so uh I don't know too much about what the arc is going on. I literally just read one Punch Man to see like the crazy fights and stuff. So um, what else did I read? Black Clover. I'm not gonna spoil. Where are you at, Cam? At the moment in the manga? Uh, I'm a little bit after the six month time skip. So oh, I, I haven't really been reading that much. All right, never mind. I'll I'll keep shut. But Bochi. it's just thinking. You said what? Bochi. Oh, Boichi. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he called. Um, him and uh, one. I mean, not one. I forgot the name of the dude that draws one punch man. But they gotta be in your top five if they're not. You captain. Um, but Black Clover has been like each. Uh, they're building up towards something. I don't know what it is. Because I think the villains of the arc that I'm currently on, I don't think they're the final. I think there's something beyond uh, what's going on. But every chapter, I'm getting more and more intrigued in the lore, uh, especially like the devil lore. So that's all I'll say without spoiling. And my hero is my hero. Um, me and Chris read the spoilers. I agree with everything he said. Uh, Shigaraki, his, he looking just like Dobby right now. Like uh, when I looked at the uh, when I looked at the spoilers, I kind of like I didn't notice how much damage the previous chapter what they showed Endeavor did. Like he put a number on that nigga. So shout out to Endeavor, I guess. But Deku's still over you. It just be like that. And I think that's it for me this week in terms of everything. All right. So for me, I'll start with uh, reading. Um, I read, uh, I didn't really read much more. I just read the uh, Chainsaw Man chapter, and I, I just think that Makima is fucking with uh, Chainsaw Man at this point. Uh, clearly, toxic. Yeah, she's just toxic, so she's just doing stuff. But um, I'll definitely say we're in a very confusing state, and like kind of every other arc before them was like it was messed up, but at least it was like a set goal like the arc before everything went to shit where they had to fight um that Santa Claus chick like we knew that that was the ultimate goal but I have no idea what the goal of this arc is whether it's like okay are they gonna go more into what's what's the freaking um the dog's name the demon dog name oh Pochita uh, Pochita yeah yeah, are they gonna go into like his ties? Since clearly it's obvious that he's taking over um, Denji's body. So like, are they gonna go more into his backstory about like who the fuck is he and why is he so OP and the whole Chainsaw Man lore? That's what I'm hoping for. Because at this point, like, I like you know random shit for random shit. But at this point, like we almost like what eighty chapters deep, and I kind of want to have some backstory with the main character at this point. That's that's my big thing. Like, you keep hyping up Chainsaw Man, but like we don't know who the hell this is. So, 
can we find out who the hell he is? Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. And Makima being more toxic. So <laughs> my hype factor has gone severely down. Uh, but I'm still I'm still looking forward to each chapter. Um, and then on the webtoon side of things, uh, I've really been keeping up with Lore Olympus. Uh, shout out to this current arc that's going down. Basically talking about the whole aftermath of Zeus basically going like, hey, yo, Persephone, we're going to get you up out of here because uh, you killed a whole bunch of people. And uh, since Zeus is one of the most dislikable gods in Greek mythology, because he's just petty as hell, he just literally wants to kill her because he's not getting enough attention on his own end. So shout out to Zeus. Uh, and basically... It ends with uh, Hades basically finding Persephone because she's going she's going out of control because of the whole situation where she got raped by Apollo and Zeus basically declaring her a war criminal. So like she she doesn't have to, she doesn't have a lot she doesn't have full control of her power. So she went berserk in uh, the underworld. Hades found her, so now we're in that realm where she's recuperating. So a lot of the Lore Olympus fans, myself included, are looking forward to next week's chapter. So uh, shout out to Rachel, bro. She's doing her thing. Definitely the best. I say this is probably the best as far as romance media spanning across anime and manga. I say this is the best romance thing I've read in recent hmm. years. So doing a good job, Rachel Smith. And uh, Webtoons, better, you, better, you better call her up because I need to see that Lore Olympus anime and I need to see it soon. Oh, so that's reading. I'll go to watching. So watching, um, I I watched episode two of Jujutsu Kaisen. I agree with Chris. Doing a lot of good setup. Shonen is all hell though, um, because of that that confrontation with when he was talking to um the teacher or the master of that oh, uh, the, uh, Jujutsu the Academy. Principal. Yeah. Shout out to old boy's voice actor though, because I, I I immediately recognized it. His Japanese voice actor is the same dude who does um Kazuya um in the Yakuza series. Mm. Uh, so that was pretty dope when I heard his uh his voice. So I already bag. I already I say bro, I'm already a fan of your character, G, so shout out to you. Um but that whole confrontation was cliche as all hell. Um it was just like, oh, I'm fighting because I want to protect everybody from the demon. Like, okay, move on. Cool. Um, and uh, I, I'm glad they established a goal basically in episode two where essentially the objective is to get the 20 uh, demon artifacts and have him eat them Watch all up so that, that that way he can so that way they can kill him and get rid of the demon alongside him I highly doubt that I mean obviously that's not going to happen it's shonen um, and even still I feel like that main character is going to be broken as all fuck once he gets the 20 uh, fingers. So it's just like, if he gets the 20 fingers, um, I don't know the direction of the show, but yeah, I feel like they, they ain't going to be able to put folks down if he gets them 20 fingers. So Hell no. but it's a, uh, it's, it's a, uh, it's good. Uh, episode three setting up the, I guess the female main character. We'll see how she is in, uh, we see how she is in episode three before all you uh, pedophile perverts out there. She's in high school, so calm your dicks. Um, that's Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, Tony Ka I watched Tony Kawa over the moon. I like this episode. It's fucking hilarious just because <laughs> it, it's like 
he's in a super bizarre situation. So he does like that's his wife, but that's also like a complete stranger to him. So he he's testing boundaries. I fuck with it though. Like he says he's seeing like what 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 can we both consent on? You know, he bought the he bought the futon. Um, they he bought some shit for her for the apartment. Um, and I I like the when they actually went to sleep. He basically found out that his wife is a wild sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> like was hilarious. Place. That's freaking hilarious. Um, just because. I mean, because I used to be a wild sleeper, but you know, I grew up. But like that, that seeing her move all over the place brought back memories from when I was a kid. So that shit was kind of funny. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, I'm really, I just, it's just a feels good anime, like no unnecessary drama or any of that bullshit. Um, and I, I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, and then, anime of the year, Haikyuu. Uh, episode this episode two yeah of the two. second core uh really like this episode i'm glad the big thing that i like that they established in this episode is that hinata is learning <laughs> he's learning more of volleyball like he is not just his spikes now like he's evolving defensively in other offensive setups as well when it comes to volleyball and so i'm really enjoying those aspects of haikyuu uh, because that was one thing that I was kind of that they were sort of establishing at the beginning of season four after they beat Shiro Torizawa was the fact that Hinata wanted to become a more all-around player, not just the nigga who knows how to spike. So I'm glad that we're starting to see the fruits of kind of his his training arc, so to say, when he went to that um you that you camp with a uh, Suki Sukiyoma. I forgot to do the last name. Um, so that's really cool to see. I'm very much looking forward to episode three. I like I'm I'm really liking the dynamic of the, the two schools that they're going against because it just feels like it, it feels like both teams like it doesn't feel like it's like some kind of you know oh Shiratori's all a dominant school type of situation. It feels like both of the schools are kind of like on the same playing field as that they're both they're both teams that know how to adapt to each other and evolve as they play. So Really good job, Haikyuu, and um, I can't wait to see what comes next. Um, and then, obviously, we'll talk about the boys later. Um, on to laying. So, I played, I, because I don't know, I just wasn't feeling Crash. Um, so, I didn't really play much of Crash. Um, and then, I saw that I had Okami still downloaded, so I started playing that, and I'm hooked on it reinvigorated me um because i mean i played the shit out of that game when i had it on the wii um and i just rediscovered why i love it so much especially if you are a fan of japanese mythology or mythology in general and just learning about different cultures that game is really good as far as establishing the shinto mythology since you're playing as amaterasu so i'm really much enjoying that game i'll probably have it finished by the week um that's if my mood doesn't change because i'm very bipolar when it comes to video games um and then i'll give a quick first impression because just like day trail and chris played call of duty to get for the podcast i decided to go ahead and download genshin impact that free-to-play chinese game that people have been talking about i downloaded it on the ps4 please tell me brother um, please bro. just so i could see how it is because people have been I was I was seeing I was seeing a lot of people cap for the game, so you know what I'm saying. I was like, you know what? 
let me let me put myself in the cat mentality to play this game. I will say this: um, a lot of people compare this game to Breath of the Wild, and ha- someone who has the Switch and who has played and beat Breath of the Wild multiple times. I'm definitely seeing the correlations between the two um, video games. But as far as the actual genre, they're two very different games. Where the Breath of the Wild is like an action adventure puzzle solving game, and Genshin Impact is definitely a MMO. It's an MMO gotcha game. Um, mm. I will say this. Uh, graphic, the presentation is absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. It's anime as all hell, even though it's weird because it's made by Chinese developers. But the starting cutscene like, kind of immediately throws you into the action. Uh, essentially, from what I can gather for the backstory of the game is you're playing as you, you start off as these two twins. It's a brother and a sister. And they're fighting this lady or whatever. Um, and then you have this clash, and the game allows you to choose if you want to play as the female protagonist or the male protagonist. I chose the female protagonist because waifu simulators. Um, there's no, from what I can tell from the videos I've seen, there's no real difference between the two. It's just a gender thing. Um, so once you choose which character you want to, the the lady absorbs like the other twin that you didn't choose. And basically throws you into some other world, and that's the world of Genshin Impact. Um, you're you're met by the mascot character. Her name is Paimon. Um, I will. Oh, I also say that the the English dub of the game is actually pretty decent. I thought it was going to be bad, but I've been playing it in English dub for a while, and the voice actors are pretty competent. They're really good, so that's another plus. Um, but Paimon, she's she's a cool. She's a mascot character. She's pretty cute. Um, she speaks in the third person, um, and she's not annoying like Navi, so you ain't got to worry about that. Um, and it kind of just thrusts you into the world. Um, essentially, I beat the first prologue of the game, the first prologue chapter. Um, and basically what happens is you go to this city, um, this freaking storm dragon comes and, and like attacks the city and you have to go around these temples, weakening its power so that you can free the city from the dragon's torment or whatever. Um, so that's pretty much it. Um, I, I will say for combat, combat in this game is pretty decent. It's um, it's kind of like a hack and slash. Um, you have your basic, uh, you know, because uh, I have a Japanese PS4, so I don't know if it's my buttons are reversed. So don't take my experience differently. So like the circle button for me is the attack. It's like a four, like the main character has a five string basic combo attack. You can hold it down to do a charge attack. Uh, you have a bi- a basic ability. She comes with like a wind blast ability with a R2 button and then the ultimate of the game, which they call elemental burst. Um, you press triangle when the cooldown is done and they'll do like some big AOE attack. Uh, so that's it for the most part. They have a lot, it's a lot of like I said, for a free-to-play game, there's a lot of thought put into this, so I'm not going to cap and say just because it's a, a gotcha game and my experience with gotcha games, you know, I fucking hate microtransactions. But the um, it's like they have a lot of, like, it's, it does a lot of kind of, like, elemental gameplay where it's, like, if you use wind against fire, it'll, like, scatter the area full of flames. If you use ice against... Um, use ice against water it'll freeze the water it's a lot of it's a lot of thought put into how they handle elemental combat um 
And as far as the character system itself, so after you do a little bit into the prologue, you get access to what they call the wish system, which is essentially the gotcha uh, game, the gotcha aspect where you're doing pulls and shit. Uh, I will say this. Uh, the game is, and I mean, this is, we can see how it goes, but from what I've played, the game is very generous in giving you the currency needed to do pulls. Obviously, that's, I know from a psychological aspect, a lot of gotcha games do that just to pull you in. And then when your resources are limited, you go, oh, let me just buy it. So I can't speak fully on that method yet, but so far from what I've played, the game has been very generous in giving you the currency needed to do pulls. Um, as far as the characters that you get access to to do pulls, um, obviously there's five stars and four stars. Um, and then there's weapon pulls that you can do as well that's included in the multi-summons. Um, and from what I've seen from some tier list, I don't know how true it is, but the general consensus of the game is that every single character in the game is good. And if four star or five star, right? Obviously the five star characters are gonna be better, but a lot of people say that there are really good four stars that you get and the main character that you start off with is still a really good character in the late game. Um, so, so far I haven't run into any issues where I ran into a monster and it was like clearly evident, like, yeah, you need to do some pulls and get this fucking character in order to beat this enemy. The game seems to be more skill-based then how deep is your wallet based and i can definitely appreciate that um and it um it kind of leads to the overall enjoyment of the game there's a lot of exploration there's a lot of side quests um there's a lot of enemy camps kind of breath of the wild um comparison where you clear out the enemies you get uh, a treasure chest that gives you some good loot so there's a lot of stuff to do in this game for it to be a free-to-play game. You can clearly tell that there's a lot of thought put into this game. Um, and the microtransaction system, from what I can tell, so far is not that bad. It's not that intrusive. It's not in your face. Like, every time I start the game up, it's like, hey, would you like to buy some crystals to do some multi summons? It's not anything like that. And the game gives you plenty of other resources um, as far as leveling up your characters, enhancing your weapons, um, enhancing their abilities and the team structure as well. You're allowed to control up to four characters at once. Um, it's much more beneficial if you choose characters of different elemental varieties, such as like fire, wind, electricity, water, ice, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. You, you, you make your party to how you want it to be as far as balancing is concerned, tanking is concerned, healing is concerned, and offense is concerned. Um, so yeah, I'd say the one negative thing about the game is the way they handle explaining the lore to you um because it's mmo kind of rpg style game they explain a lot of stuff that i would find very cool through fucking textbooks and if it's one thing that you don't want to do as far as your lore in the game for all you future game developers who may be listening to this cat uh, this podcast don't put your lore in books and video games because i don't want to fucking read that shit explain it through side quests explain it through character interactions and explain it through the story uh, that's one thing that Dark Souls does horribly. They have a really great lore, but they don't. Uh, they but this in order to find out about the lore, you got to read the fucking item artifacts that you find out around the world. Nobody ain't got. To, I ain't got time for that, bro. I'm here to play video games, not read a novel. So, I think that's like the one big negative of the game. Um, and that's really it. Like I said, I only played the. I only cleared the first chapter prologue, so my opinions are subject to change. 
But so far, would I recommend you play Genshin Impact? I'd say, yeah, if you if you are looking, if you need a game to play, it's free to play. Um, it's very it's a very welcoming game. It's not intrusive and so as far as like if you ain't got no deep wallets, you can't enjoy this game. And the presentation is good enough to where um, you will definitely find yourself immersed in the world where you, there's a lot of shit to do. So that's my first impressions and kind of review of Genshin Impact. I bet you wasn't expecting me to be positive about it, y'all listening to me. But I could be positive if a game it presents itself well enough. So shout out to that. Um, if I were to give it a rating, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. So, yeah, give it a try if you want to. It's on PC ps4 and it's on mobile i don't know how the hell it's gonna handle on mobile if your smartphone ain't the shit but and shout out to that um, but i played another ps4 and from what i can play see so far the ps4 seems to be really decent like i haven't i didn't run into any crashing issues or any lag issues or anything like that so that's that so uh, hey um studio who made genshin impact holla at your boy for the, the sponsorship um says so that uh and then other thing I've been playing, <laughs> I've been play, I got a, I recently picked up a, an acoustic and electric guitar, uh, so I've been playing that. <laughs> uh, but no, I've been really, I've been really enjoying. It. I think this week has been, a, for me personally, this week has been very recreational because aside from Genshin Impact and Okami, I have not really been playing much of video games. I'm kind of at this point. I wouldn't say like I'm having like a life crisis, but I'm kind of at this point in my life where I want to do more than just play video games, more than just work and play video games. So I'm trying to find other hobbies and shit to do aside from uh, just playing video games, like DC does drawing and shit like that. I, I, I want to do some shit. So I got into the music scene. I'm liking it so far. I'm, I kind of main, I'm mainly focusing on electric because that's, that's when I listen to music, I listened a lot to like the electric guitar. So that's my main focus. And I have to buy another amp because the amp I have right now is basic as hell and I need something with a lot of more a lot more different sound. Uh so that's it for me. And also for our listeners out there, just to give you a small preview, uh Chris and I was talking about this earlier uh before we started the podcast recording. Um so stay tuned. Um this is a small teaser um about financing. Uh so this week uh I don't know I don't know what uh, again I was just kind of looking at, I was looking at my my bank account, no flex. I was looking at my bank account and I saw that I had some extra funds. And so instead of just letting it sit there, I did a lot more research into the stock market. Um, and so, hey, Robin Hood, if you're listening, hit your boy up again because for that sponsorship. So I did some research and uh, I decided to get a Robin Hood account for those who don't know who are listening and would like to know. Um, Robin Hood is basically... Um, like kind of like an investment app where you can set up a portfolio um, and essentially you can use that to buy stocks and shares. You can buy stock shares. You can put a certain amount of money into a company. You can buy cryptocurrency. The works, right? It's just a big splooch of an investment opportunity. Um, so, but the good thing about Robinhood is that it's very newbie friendly. It's not like a lot of these other investment um kind of uh, companies where it's overbearing. It's very, they kind of present things to you in a way that like, if you aren't familiar with how investments work, they help you establish, you know, what you should do. Um, so, and another good thing about uh, Robinhood is that when you start your account, 
they give you a free stock share. So right off the gate, you're getting an investment for free. So that's really great for beginners. Also, if you share the app with your friends, um, both you and your friend get uh, a free stock share. And it also is kind of like a gotcha system in Robinhood, but like the more you share, the more you have a, a the more you share with your friends, the more you have an opportunity to get the the big company stocks like Microsoft and Apple and shit like that. Um, stuff that costs a lot more money to invest in because of trends and shit like that. So it's a really good thing just to give you guys a small teaser of what's to come when it comes when we get to kind of our financing uh option of uh the notes of the you tweaking uh media brand. So look forward to that. Um, also, even though, you know, I do talk a lot of stuff about Apple, I'm an official Apple stand now because I do have stock in Apple. Uh, so October 13th, we didn't put this on our news, but Apple is going to launch their, um, they're going to do an event where they're launching their 5G iPhone. So I've been doing a lot of research about the trends and shit of that. So, hey, all you Apple, or all you Apple stands, I need y'all to come through for your boy. Buy them bitches out for me, please. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need y'all to buy the heck out of them uh, Apple, uh, them, them Apple uh, iPhone 5G. You no, know they bro. will. So you know I they fully will. endorse it. I fully endorse it. It's, it's the greatest thing that you'll ever see. The, the Apple 5G is the best phone on the market. So when it comes out on the 13th, buy it. Um, but that's it for me. So you encourage them to get COVID because you know 5G is why COVID exists, right? Man, listen, bro. It's, it's Apple G. Come on now. Apple Watches, Apple iMac, uh, Apple AirPad, iPad, bro. Just get ball out on Apple for your boy. Ball out on the products. You feel me? I need y'all to do this for me. Secure the bag through any means necessary. On the real. But yeah, be on the lookout for that financial podcast because uh, we want we want to spread some wisdom. We already spread wisdom on every podcast, but you know beneficial wisdom you know we want y'all to get a bag like we get our bags exactly because we all about securing a bag through any means necessary through you tweaking media uh but moving on uh oh cod impressions so Daytra already said what he said so uh i played three matches exactly three because i feel like that's all i needed i played the alpha y'all remember my negatives if you want if you need to go back check the archives probably like three four five episodes ago check all five episodes in the back but um what can i say first match in uh first match it was caught you know it like i will say this i'm able to see enemies a lot better i, I will say that's one positive from compared to the alpha i saw enemies a lot better i would still prefer to have a dot or something let me know that's an enemy but enemies seem more i can visually see them better uh they did nerf sliding because niggas are sliding and shooting at you almost immediately that didn't happen to me and i tried cheese sliding myself and didn't work uh let's see miami is still the worst map fuck that map uh just being able to see the enemies kind of nerfed that that satellite map so it's playable but i still hate that map uh i I hate Moscow still with a passion. Uh, the new map was actually cool. I forgot the name of it, but it was. I actually kind of liked it. Um, I will also say this. If you have the high ground, you're going to die. 
So that's one thing I noticed. Like, if you have the high ground, you're more than likely going to die unless it's the balcony on Miami, but that map is ass. Uh, I did get play of the game. So I felt accomplished by that, but it's Call of Duty. It's whatever. Uh, I, like, everybody's been, like, I just don't feel nothing overall. Like, it, like I, I'm glad I had play of the game. Check out the highlight on uh on the Black Otaku's page, by the way. Be greatly appreciate that. See see my great work. Um, but I'm not impressed. I think that's the best way to say it. I'm just not impressed. Um I'm just not impressed. I think that's really nothing more I can say. It is an improvement. And more than likely, with this being the beta, this is going to be the game that comes out in, what, three weeks? So, three weeks to a month, whatever it comes out. So, but I'm, like, it's whatever. It's a really big whatever. Um. Yeah. Like, it's not a buy to me, at least. So, uh... It is what it is. If you have a problem with it, it's Call of Duty. But if you if you like Call of Duty, you're gonna buy Call of Duty. That's how I see it. Straight up. So uh it is what it is. I have really no anger towards it, shockingly. But I'm just saying what what I feel is just not that good. And our homie Byron, who loves Call of Duty, he felt it was boring. I'm sure if we was able to get him on the on the episode, he'll probably he'll just say it was boring. And for him to say that, I'm shocked. So, it is what it is. Uh, but moving on, uh, a lot of gaming news. Um, so to quickly get some of this out the way, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 uh, is going to have the Ultimate Edition, which will be for the PS5 and the next gen systems. Uh, funny thing Basically, is, when did when did uh, Mortal Kombat 11 first come out? Wasn't that early this year? No, it wasn't early. It wasn't early this year. Hold on, let, let me, me look it check. Up. No, 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 no. I was last year. That was last year. Okay, um, let's see. MK11. Yeah, it's 2019. So last year. So basically, I think because I think when it comes to yeah, when we talk about fighting games, we say what it's like the the one one to two year rule where like you don't get the fighting game until they come out with the actual edition, ultimate edition, <laughs> the real edition of the fighting game. Which holds true to Mortal Kombat. If you don't, I, I would say I wouldn't recommend getting Mortal Kombat because I just story that was that's the worst Mortal Kombat that ever came um, out, bro. That story that story Armageddon so happened, bro. Made. Niggas don't count Armageddon after nine came out. It's like it's like we don't count like the CDI Zelda games because they're so shit. Like obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like. I, I just I wouldn't recommend it, but if you like playing fighting games, you need a fighting game. Mortal Kombat is still alive. Um, that I said that DLC. Shout out to them getting Rambo, but come on, dog. Molina, characters that have already been in previous Mortal Kombat games, you have to pay for it. This shit is they whack, finesse the niggas, bro. They like and, and then people it's it's content for fighting game channels. So I understand why niggas is cause like oh shit. Cause like since Evo wasn't a thing, 
Loki, a lot of these fighting game channels is 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 doing a lot of other things because content-wise ain't shit to do when it comes to fighting games. Yep. So like they they're clinging on to this Mortal Kombat uh news because it's like, okay, I don't care if you charging me money to pay for a character that that has been in a previous Mortal Kombat game for free, well, for the $60 price. But the fact that I can play Mortal Kombat again in November. I'll cherish that. So shout out to the fighting game community again, getting finessed. Um, I'll say that they saved themselves. The reason why they had Rambo is because I feel as though like if they came out with a combat pack was like, oh, you want to get Melina and Rain? I feel like niggas would have been like, mm, Netherrealm, what you doing, boy? What you doing? So they saved themselves by by announcing Rambo. But that Melina and Rain shit is ass and it's, it's a big fuck you to Mortal Kombat. That shit was garbage. Uh, they they finesse the fan base so much. So I, though I don't play fighting games, never would, unless it's a Dragon Ball Z, Tekaichi, or something like that. Probably still be bad at that. Um, I kept up with Mortal Kombat news, not for the podcast reasons, because I'm so interested, and particularly for this situation. I want to see if they was going to fuck them niggas, and they did. That, that should be the highlight of this episode, Niggas get fucked by gaming every day, bro. And big facts. What I mean by that is in the <laughs> beginning of that game's life cycle, the main complaint was we still don't have rain and where the fuck is Melina? Melina, yep. They waited a year to bring the motherfuckers out, bro. Cause they absolutely knew that that fan base that they got that would kiss their ass, they'll pay for this shit. They'll rain complain has first. Been but they're happy to pay for getting fucked over. Yes. It, it, it's, it's so weird. Like, one, I was, I think me and Ken had a conversation in which I was like, I don't think they'll put Melina as DLC because she's such a mainstay. I was wrong because... I'm shocked, honestly. I knew they were going to do too. this because they did this in Mortal Kombat 10 with other characters. But, like, you, because I thought, because... And this is the thing. This is what you mean get fucked over. The main consistence was the original joints don't get... Like, the original ninjas and, and lady ninjas don't get touched. Like, the the the, the Scorpion Sub-Zero... Uh, Katana and Melina. Melina, Katana. Like, they don't get... in. the fact that Raptile is not in the game is kind of like on the eh aspect of it. Future DLC. But, like, they don't get touched DLC-wise. This opened the floor gate, bro. Yeah, because Reptile's gonna be next. Reptile's gonna be next. If he's not in the next game, if he's not in the next game as a mainstay character, uh, by the look of the fucking life cycle of this game, we don't know when that shit comes. But if he's not like in the main, because I think all the other T only had two combat packs, right? Yes. Yeah, they only had two. They only had two, and this is his third. So I don't know, man. No, this is the second. This is the second. Yeah. Well, this is the so start wait. of a second one, pretty yeah. much. It's the start. Because the second one started when um, what, wait, what so was it? Aftermath oh, came out. Was, yeah. So that was a big ass pack there. Yeah. Because it was Spawn, Joker, Sindel. Yeah, everything, everything from Spawn back was the first because I got the first combat pack. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Spawn back was part of combat pack one. Oh, I and see. The Aftermath was like the. Hey, here's everything plus the combat pack.
And then they announced the combat so pack too with like RoboCop and oh. the other characters. Okay, so but this technically still like a three, right? Because I don't it, fucking care. No, it's still it's still um, counted as the second one because you can buy. I think so, but like if I pay, but this is the thing. If I pay for that Mortal Kombat, the thing that you pay for when you the seventy dollar version or whatever that you pay for to get Shiva and um Sindel or whoever the people was, will I yeah. be able to get these characters for free? I think so. For what know. the ultimate version? No, he's talking about so like the uh, if you bought the if there was like an ultimate edition of the aftermath. Yeah. If if the you, aftermath, if, that, if you get aftermath, I believe that comes with everything. Will it come with these people? No. So then that makes it a third one, wouldn't it? No, this is the second because aftermath was story DLC plus the entire first combat pack. But it also into but it, okay well, okay so basically <laughs> oh okay I think okay so aftermath just came with three characters right three characters so it, it wasn't even it it just wasn't a pack it's yeah. just the characters okay. so this is the second pack we're starting right now with Melina Rain and Rambo Rambo there we go okay uh, uh, all right we're back uh. Goofy little technical difficulties, but uh, Daytro, go ahead. What a combat's ass, and they fuck the fan base again. Next question. All right, cool. So that's what we got to say in regards to the DLC Ultimate Edition. Uh, if you so choose to get this version, it is for the PS5 and the, and the Xbox. So uh, I don't think he even specified, and this I'm I, this is just me speaking. I don't know if it's specified if the Ultimate Edition will be available for PS4 and the uh current gen system so take that as you can moving on monster hunter movie trailer i know the trailer came out a week or two ago but we didn't talk about it on last week's podcast what thoughts oh it's ass dog i mean it's <laughs> it's the same nigga that um he makes him and his wife and uh, yeah. i guess capcom has a hard on for them um because they keep they were like, "Hey, you can do Resident Evil movies," and like, I see, I, I know, like, I think a lot of people say that some of them are good, some of them are bad. The ones that I seen were terrible. Um, and then the trailer that I seen, this man Ti, listen Ti, if you listen to this, <laughs> I got no qualms with you, bro. Um, the fact that you were looking at a a scope with the wrong guy, your the wrong eye <laughs> being closed, I may need to reshoot that scene because that was terrible um and again another example of i don't know if it's hollywood or whatever right another example of taking an ip and trying to modernize it um because i don't know like because we've all played monster hunter and we've seen monster hunter I don't know if like when we were playing Monster Hunter, it was like, you know, it'd be cool if, if we got a live action Monster Hunter movie and like the fucking army with guns and shit was like shooting a Diablo. I don't know like what mindset you have to be in to think that that's a good idea when you get the Monster Hunter IP. I did see another trailer where they brought in the dude who had like that um traditional that's Monster kinda, Hunter. <laughs> yeah, like a Monster Hunter uh, outfit. But I have no hopes for this movie video game movies like the last good one was sonic 
and that surprised me. But this one, coming from the people who did the Mortal Kombat movies, and essentially this just being all of this, this is just a grand scheme of the director putting his wife through different outfits to fuel their fetish. Um, so <laughs> shout out to that. I mean, I'm serious. I, feel, I honestly feel as though they just make these movies because they they get a hard on for it. That's their fetish. Like, let's make this movie. Let's make this Capcom property movie so that way we can do some foreplay when we have sex. That's why I feel like these movies are ultimately for. So, um, if y'all go see the movie, shout out to y'all. I'm, I got no hope for this stuff. I'm not gonna get mad at it because I guess Capcom likes them. Um, and Capcom has been perfect, even though they've been doing some really good stuff lately. But uh, I'm Gucci on that. Yeah. Uh, I just want T.I. to get smoked by Diablos or something like how I used to get smoked. That's all I asked for. Uh, the way hey. he was aiming that gun, looks like it's going to happen. T.I. is a low-tier rapper actor. And it's, it's need to be said. Quit having this <laughs> nigga in. He's a low-tier rapper. Meat Mill is better than him. Ooh. I'm mm. not lying. Like Meat Mill is really good in that movie. Mm. He's really seen like a big homie. Di has never been good except for ATL. That was kinda because really we grew up on ATL. When we look at that movie and look at Ti's acting, we, the best scene was him taking a chain from a bitch who was just from uptown. And even then, that was I didn't take him serious in how he acted in that. What is a good Ti movie other than ATL? Some people will say, uh, what was that? That movie with him and Chris Brown and all them. Takers. takers. And continue. What's the next thing? Yeah. I'm not about to have that comment. Yeah, yeah, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. We got to have a tier list of fucking actor rappers, bro. And who's the best? That's a timeless vibes. Cool that's a timeless vibes to- topic right there, G. That's a timeless vibes topic. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's matter of fact. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to Chaz. We might have to do that for an episode. To, uh, worst, uh, well, tier list for rapper rap actors. That would be hilarious. You know, Tupac would probably be dumb, be elite, but yeah. Uh, but be on the lookout if you want to see Monster Hunter. If you want to see Ti get smoked by Demon Joe, be on the lookout. Uh, then NBA 2K21 dropped the next gen trailer. Gameplay trailer, uh, it looks pretty. I can definitely say that it looks pretty. Uh, I can't really say nothing because it's not actual. Well, it's gameplay, but they're doing Air all the blog stuff play. over the next over the course of the until release day. So they dropped a blog post about gameplay changes, but I need to see it to actually understand it. So so here go again. When the rare moments of me being right when it comes to something, right? I told you niggas that is playing that game on your PS4 right now. You are getting the watered down version of what you could have just waited for. Yep. Now you're about to adjust yourself to this PS4 version and then have to go to the PS5 and be like, what's wrong with this game? What sucks, man. I can't cheese like I could in PS4. Well, you just gonna wait it. Oh, I was really going to suck for Did your stuff care? Did they confirm that your stuff carried like your my career profile? Pro, oh, they they confirmed over? that a long time ago. That's a hell yeah, no. They, they said that like from jump. Oh, so you can't. Versions? So it doesn't. 
So your progress, like your ratings and stuff, doesn't carry over to the PS5. No, like everything you did for your my like my career, this in which is a book. I feel like the excuse is bullshit. But look, oh y'all niggas got finessed. Yes. Oh my that's god, why I, yeah. If you bought a yeah, give yourself a clown if you got the if you bought the PS4 version, G. Like <laughs> that's why I didn't put much into my my career player because I'm like, G, I don't care. Bro, wow. imagine, Man. imagine spending like days and weeks on that shit, and it you it don't mean nothing come November. Yep, y'all gotta hold that. It's a yo, it's an entirely new game when that John hit the PS5, bro. It literally entirely is. new game, bro. Because because some of the cheesing, based off what the gameplay post I read, it's a new movement system. So. Some of the cheesing should certain cheesing type act movements is obliterated based off what I've read, but niggas find everything out. So, but I just hope they, I just hope they nerf the pick and roll. I just hope they nerf that. <laughs> Look, man, so, pick and roll is the big the part of the NBA, my nigga. <laughs> How you gonna nerf something that's huge? I know, but like two K pick and roll is. Pick a roll with AD and Brown and watch you and watch y'all whip anybody ass with that. I seen it. Anybody. That's how that's how that's I, I experienced it already. So I know. Like, that shit is destructive. Nigga, pick and roll with anybody. And I like give me Braun and anybody on a pick and roll, and I will beat you back then. But um no, the gameplay looked amazing. The graphics is not just 2K with more sweat this time. It looks really, really good. Like Steph the PS5 Curry. Is, like yeah. Steph Curry. Look, Clay too, yeah, yeah, Clay. And then animations, the animations. Oh my God, bro, Clay, Clay walk off threes was so beautiful. Um, and then the Luca step back one. Steph Curry didn't hit a, oh, a single three in that trailer. That sound really, really weird. But yeah, he had a floater, and I understand Steph Curry floated his famous too. But he had a single three. Luca hit the three in that. Him and Clay was the only people to hit a three. I'm like, that's so weird. But um. Um, it was beautiful. And they had a little picture of Zion, who should not be the cover athlete of the game, but he is. The nigga didn't even make the playoffs. The nigga didn't win rookie of the year. The nigga didn't. He wasn't even second post votes, I think. Like, come on, my nigga. It was Kendrick Nunn. Oh, um, <laughs> What'd you Nunn. say? It was Kendrick Nunn. And shout out to Kendrick Nunn right now in the finals hooping. I'm saying, but whoa, still. And you told me I was capping when I said this nigga should not be the, the cover athlete, but I digress. Um, I understood why. But yeah, uh, it's it's looking like a new game. I'm actually not hyped, but I'm I'm optimistic, which will probably result in me getting fucking ass. But this time <laughs> it's not like me with the part on PS4. So, so I watched TBH's video of uh, him look uh, reacted to the trailer, and he said it's basically just going to be another 2K14 situation where because they switched to the next gen, obviously they're gonna. Kind of pull out all the stops, so to say, yeah. and make the game good. But I feel like they're gonna just get immediately complacent after two K twenty one and two K twenty two. They'll be complaining about the y'all gonna be complaining about the same shit from last gen, just on a new on the next generation. Mm-hmm. Normally, this is from my experience with two K. The first three is normally them filling out the system. The first three of the generation. So, but I say, but in all. I- that the two K and the PS4 era peaked at like what probably like sixteen. Yeah, like, I don't think. Yeah, I think it went downhill after that shit, y'all. Like yeah, 16, really 17. Like, no, I would say seventeen was the peak. You say seventeen? I think it was seventeen. Seventeen was the peak, 
and then that's when they really just got complaints because that's when my when my career really got big. That's when they yeah. said, "Fuck it, let's get this bag." Yeah, because wasn't two K eighteen like the one that had that stupid grind for the um? Because I, I know I played two K eighteen. That was the big one that we were talking about no. as far as like the grind to yeah. level ninety nine. Uh, uh, yes. Was it eighteen? Was it seventeen? That, that was eighteen. It was eighteen. Uh, it was, was eight. 18. I think it was eighteen. Yeah, that was the worst grind in any video game. But I would say this, Cam. I agree with you. But I also would say this: we will be seeing a change in sports gaming simulation and the hate towards it, bro. I think two K would take over EA spot. And I'm not kidding. It kind of already is. Because, like, EA rollout with their games have been way better. They mm-hmm. are listening to the fuck out their community while they, kick, while they raping it in the ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also, NBA 2K is not just fucking up on – I mean, 2K is not just fucking up on the NBA. I think they the rumors going around that they're going to lose their likes to WWE too, and that shit might go to EA. Ooh, ooh. So, ooh. <laughs> like, it, ooh, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a rumor right now, but from 2K making that fucking battlegrounds game and and 2K WWE 2K21 being up in the air at this point, hey, 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 yeah. hey. <laughs> and you niggas still love NFL 2K3, but gee, <laughs> I want you niggas to sit down and 2K think. Guy. I want you niggas to think, which I still believe, no, NFL 2K5, the most overrated football game, selling my heart. <laughs> you niggas just said it was different. It was $20. I'm telling you, niggas, do you sure? Are you sure? And this is a nigga that plays 2K. NBA, are you sure? Because once they give you your micro for your football player, you niggas going to be very pissed. Y'all already got to spend all that money on the Mutt team. Now y'all got to do it in the single player's campaign mode. Exactly. Freaking exactly, G. Mutt's going to sit there and be like, they got a lot of nerve fucking cheesing. Uh, Being a freaking cornerback is good. Being a receiver sucks. I'm like, well, guess what? It be that way sometimes, nigga. So. Nigga, you pick being a receiver and fucking, man, you better hold that shit. Well, somebody got to play a position in on uh, the, in the potential uh park mode for a NFL 2K game. Shit. Bro, like, my nigga, if you play, let me tell you something. You play a receiver, your fate in having fun in that game is not even on you. It's over if the computer will think about passing it to you, bro. That shit <laughs> fucked up. One thing, one thing, you, you being, you balling, if the quarterback be like, I'm a quarterback sneak here. You lose the game. <laughs> fuck that. Literally, <laughs> fuck that, bro. Fuck that. Oh man, like there ain't no lie. I did try playing receiver one time on. Uh, I think Madden tried it. I didn't like it, so <laughs> I tried. But uh, but yeah, so that's that. Uh, moving on, GameStop and Microsoft is having some type of partnership. Uh, I skimmed the article. Uh, 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 uh staying alive, staying alive. That's mm-hmm. literally <laughs> that's literally what the article was saying because. The partnership makes no sense because to me it sounds like more of the fact that GameStop is going to use Microsoft's servers and other stuff, but not it's not much gaming related. That's what I, I got I out guess. of it. GameStop just they just riding out this console launch. Is GameStop gonna have a fucking streaming service? 
Because at this point, that should go fail, dog. Come together. Just make one big ass gaming streaming service. That would be smart. Microsoft has the cards, though. Like honestly, like they, if Microsoft was like, "Hey, listen, um, all you other companies that want to hop in on this Game Pass shenanigans, look, hey, let me know what y'all trying to do." But GameStop trying to, if I don't know, like GameStop trying to do that shit. Mm mm. When you try to trade in your digital uh version of Madden, one dollar get freaking four dollars credit. Niggas gonna be pissed. <laughs> he yeah. did. I'm I'm, uh, I'm reading it right now. You gonna be able to trade in one more game? <laughs> but yeah, but uh, like just a couple of notes from the article. It did mention like you built through GameStop, you'll be able to get some type of deal with Game Pass. It wasn't very clear. Like a lot of the article, even when I skimped it, a lot of the stuff wasn't really clear. It just sounded like GameStop just trying to survive. It, I, it, I think it's basically GameStop is just selling Microsoft products because I'm looking, I'm reading an article now and it's saying that GameStop plans to roll out uh, Microsoft 365 and Microsoft Teams to its stores. Um, GameStop has expanded its Xbox family of product offerings to include Xbox All Access, which provides an Xbox console and 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to players with no upfront cost. So ba- I guess basically they're getting able to sell more Microsoft stuff, which mm. why wouldn't I just go to the store or any other place to get it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If, if, if any of you guys, uh, if any of you uh, listeners have more information on this, let us know what exactly this entails because I'm I'm reading this and I'm confused. Yeah, it, I, that's how I felt. It's just if anything, we'll, we'll walk into a GameStop and you literally see Microsoft products in the front. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much like the main difference is going to be. Microsoft going to be more in the front. PlayStation and Nintendo going to be more like on the side, pretty much. But, yeah. Oh, snap, but their, their shares went up 44%. I'm pretty sure it did. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it did. Uh, Shout out to that. So last piece of uh, last couple pieces of gaming news, uh, PlayStation did a well. Sony did a deconstruction video of the PS5. If you want to watch it, just know it's in Japanese and there's no subtitles. But I will say this: the PS5 is big as shit. Boy, I think that's a bigger thing. I would like to say this for anybody who's saying they looked at that thing and was had any type of comments on it, my nigga. If you went to school for, and I quote, culinary arts, you should have nothing to say about any of this shit, bro. It's just a system that you either buy or not buy. But the big thing is, that PlayStation 5 the size of a fucking vacuum, bro. And it is. What? About to get, gee, that bitch is big, bro. Yeah, like, DC, like, I don't know if you saw the video, but that thing yeah, is... It's pretty big. It's, it's, it's big. It's, like, when I looked at it, it looks like almost the size... It looks like... Close the to size the size of uh, my tower. Yeah, it's, that's what I was about to say. It looks like tower. the size of my tower, like my computer tower, my what desktop. What the fuck? That bitch going on the floor, huh? Bro, <laughs> you yeah. thought that bitch going on the floor? You got carpet. <laughs> 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 like that, that thing looked big as hell. Like I was look, like I looked at my TV stand. I'm like, I don't think it'll fit under here, <laughs> bro. 
they they put it. Somebody put it side by side to the Xbox Series X. It's it 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 towers over that bitch, bro. Yeah, towers. We was calling that thing a tower. The PS Five is a tower. Yeah, I just I looked up GameStop stock and it's eleven dollars and seventy five cents. That's fucking hilarious. And their stock has gone down. Unfortunately, I was about to be like, I was hoping to set it up alongside my, my PS4 and Switch, but that thing, I might have to, I don't know, bro. That thing is huge. <laughs> I think it's big, but I did pause. All right, we're back once again. <laughs> he gave oh, himself. But, uh, but yeah, PS5 is big as shit. Uh, so fact, not only do you got factor in, uh, can your is your TV 4K. But uh, make sure uh, you got space to put that motherfucker somewhere. Uh, moving Again, on. Before Chris's uh, mic tweaked, I was talking about um, TBH's video. He covered the PS5 thing. Um, and I basically said that he, he mimicked my thoughts exactly as far as the fact that he give a crap about this video. Um, I was only interested in seeing how big it is, but you deconstructing the PS5. Like, we can't upgrade the shit, so who cares what it looks like on the inside? Uh, so I'd say that. And then the fact that they had some bogus-ass subtitles as well was like, eh, you didn't really care about it. You're just trying to flex, but it's like we already pre-ordered the bitch. So who cares what it looks like on the inside? Because, like, again, console console specs don't mean a gosh darn thing at all. Pretty much. Um, so I guess, I mean, like, if you guys wanted to flex with the deconstruction video... I give you like two claps, but again, this isn't PC, so I don't really care what the inside of my PS5 looks like. To this day, I don't look, I don't know what the inside of my PS4 looks like, and I don't give a shit. And that's exactly how I feel. But that's a big ass goddamn system. Uh but moving on, uh Sony also announced what game what PS4 games are compatible with the PS5. And it's all of them. Except for eleven games, and these eleven games, I'm offended. Exactly. I'm definitely offended. Sony's definitely getting clown of the week for this shit. Exactly. So, I'm offended that DWVR isn't playable. Afro Samurai Two: Revenge of Kuma Volume Bro, that's One. Game of the year. So they hate black people. Mm. TT Isle of Man: Ride on the Edge Two. Mm-mm. You ain't trying to ride on the edge. <laughs> no, man. Just deal sequel. with it. That in itself is just yeah, deal it with like, it. Just deal with it. Yeah, y'all can't play these fire ass games on the PS5. Just deal with it. Exactly. Shadow Complex remastered. So they remastered it for no bro, reason. Then. It was a remaster, and I can't enjoy the remaster with 4K 120 FPS, bro. Come on now. Mm-mm. Robinson the Journey. I'm sure Robinson's black. Mm-mm-mm. Bro, but it's about the journey, and you can't experience that on the PS5. Exactly. We sing. So now we can't sing on the PS5. 
So that's, that's a feature that you can't do on the PS5. You can't sing. All jokes aside, I hope it's the end of party, party family games being a console pusher. Good Fuck luck. That shit. Good luck. Uh, Hitman Go Definite Edition. That's how y'all If you play them Hitman games, you already been fucked. So you're used to this shit. Hey. Shadwin. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. And then the game of the generation in itself, Joe's Diner. Oh. <laughs> the game of the generation, G. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Sony, man. Y'all fucked up. Big time. It's on Steam, bro. Come on now. Wait, 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 wait. Joe's Diner is not even about cooking. Exactly. That's, That's why, why it's, so it's game of the generation. It's a horror game, bro. Let's go. Yeah. Look, man. Game of the generation. And we and can't it's Halloween play it. coming up, bro. Come on, Sony. Y'all fumbling the bag. Exactly. It's a Christmas present for my brother, so I'm not sure what it's like, but hopefully he will like you. Your brother probably murdered you. <laughs> it's okay, but boy, it's a while. Great price. Uh, this nigga actually read a review. <laughs> But, but yeah, so if you're disappointed that you can't play those 11 games, we sharing your sentiment here, and that's evil of Sony. They don't appreciate the hard work those developers put into that title, those titles. So fuck them. Uh, so that's it for gaming altogether. Uh, also, fun. the only anime news we have it, uh, this past week was the three-year anniversary of Dragon Ball Super Episode 110. If you know what Episode 110 is... It's better than episode 19 in Demon Slayer. 110 was when Goku went Ultra Instinct for the first time. Beautiful. A moment. A time. A vibe. The internet. A mood. That shit Come on, the man. internet, too. It did. Nothing is redeeming about Joe's Diner. Though, as it, a poor execution of a dull idea is when the worst case released on PS4. But even then, they it's hate, not they interesting hate. <laughs> he hating, bro. They just don't. They 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 just didn't like that Joe's Diner didn't cater to them. Exactly. Yeah, that's like a fifteen. <laughs> the disrespect to the game of the generation, G. But it's whatever, bro. They have to put respect on it one day. Uh, but yeah. So, shout out to honoring that great moment in anime history. Uh, let's see. Oh, boy, season two recap. So we go ahead and talk about that. Uh, I know DC, you didn't watch the boys yet, right? No, I haven't. Y'all could spoil ahead though. All right, cool. Uh, all I'm gonna say is, like I mentioned it earlier, I there are some people who honestly did not enjoy this season, and I I'm gonna sit there and say those people are probably doing some type of crack. It's a cap, a huge cap. This was a really good season. And for me, and like, yeah, they upped the ante in terms of like storylines of what was going on with most of the characters and stuff. I feel like it was helpful in their own development because people were saying, oh, the Kimiko and uh, what's a uh, French dude's name? I can't think of his name Frenchy. right now. Frenchie. There Frenchy. we go. See, there we go. Frenchie and Kimiko's little storyline. They didn't. Uh, even Maeve's uh storyline, 
like most of the characters has a trains and deep storylines interlinking and stuff like that i felt like it was necessary for their characters all the characters had their own separate storyline to help but it still dealt with the main plot in itself i enjoyed that because it was needed and most time with second seasons character development is important especially since we're probably going to get another like two more seasons so very much needed here but uh I enjoyed it. Like, of course, like the action scenes, were, of course, were really great. Heads exploding, the gore. Black Noir's that nigga. He just allergic to tree nuts. Still hurts my soul. Prayers to uh, Black Noir. But the highlight tapes were very worth it. I enjoyed that aspect. I like the the aspects of how they humanize Butcher a lot. Like that that was very huge for me was just how how far they go with Butcher. And I like the the humanizing they kinda did with him because he always came off as just that one sided edgy asshole. But I like his aspects of his character and his development. That's one thing that just stood out the most was the character development for all the characters. Uh it's still fuck Homelander forever because that nigga almost became a pseudo Nazi. You know he kinda already is, but he legit let the coochie turn him into a Nazi. And that's unfortunate. It really is. But uh fuck Stormfront forever. She's MAGA. She's a Nazi. Uh shout out to little Homelander for smoking ass, plain and simple G. I I was here for that moment. Very here for that moment. But uh plenty of fun moments. Like I truly enjoyed this season. Uh shout out to that twist. We'll talk about that twist later, but I love the twist of the episode of in of the end of the episode, end of the season. But I'll let you guys go. Uh so I'm trying my best not to be long windy. But I think the is up there in terms of live action cinematic shit, whatever you want to call it. Um, it is one of the best. Perfection is something that nobody will ever touch unless you're forming an alchemist brotherhood. But like, it's so to say this was perfect would be a cap and a lie. But to say this was near perfect, I can argue with that. Um, it was amazing, an amazing watch. Uh, from start to finish, I'm kind of sad that it's over. We probably won't see it to 2022. But I'll particularly just like to talk about like for the people who who have a problem with the character development. I will say, read the comic. Nine times out of 10, you will love the character development in this show because nobody in that goddamn comic has a character, bro. Except for Homelander, Huey, technically Black Noir at the end, uh, the boys in general, but they all is basically butchers, bitches in in some aspect, and especially at the end. but and, and Butcher, like they're the only like main like character. So in this show, they branched out and made you actually care for characters that's not just the niggas that you see. Um, there is some parallels that the comic does better than the show, but there is very, 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 very few. Like probably Butcher is more and more ruthless, but you can't show a man killing a baby on the screen, right? It's just not gonna fly. Um, they barely even wanted, if you know more, like about season one, because the shot of Homer jerking off off the building, that was supposed to be in season one, but Amazon was like, yeah, no. Um, 
But so the show in itself was amazing. Um, the story of Homeland I'd like to talk about real quick. Uh, I wouldn't even say he was so much of being a pseudo. He was becoming a pseudo Nazi. Uh, they're doing a great job with his character. If you if you follow like his character line, of him just actually just wanting to be loved. That's all the nigga want. That too. That's why he that was too. so caring. That's why he was so caring towards his son, because he was trying to give his son something that he didn't have when he was in that fucking lab. That's why he was uh, with um, Stormfront. Like he, because every time Stormfront said something about some fucking Nazis, Homelander gave her face like. You talking about? But <laughs> she was the only person. She was the only person that was showing affection towards him, and not just because. Well, technically it was, but she was lying. But he felt like she wasn't showing it towards him because he was just a fucking demigod. Um, and it does a real good job with his story leading up to possibly what he's going to do at the end of season three. That would lead up to the end. I mean, going into the beginning and ending of season. Four. It goes that way. I think it does four season. It can do five because they have to wrap up the seven, and they have to wrap up boy story because there are that's two completely different stories. Like Vault in the seven, and then the boys with Huey and Butcher and all that type of stuff. The the ending of those two stories is really really fucking wild. It is very hard not to spoil it to you niggas, but I've been doing a good job so far. Um, even though it don't look like they're going the same route because of the Congresswoman. And I don't even think she had any part of the Congress. The Congresswoman shit is weird. I don't know what they would do. But, like, Homelander's story is getting way, way, way fucking better. Do that make him a de- redeeming character? No, no. Because he still let a whole fucking plane of people find in the, the fucking Indian Ocean or wherever they was at. Um, boom, I would like to say one other thing. Um... They did a good job of doing something that other TV shows try to force and comes off as force. But every main woman character, except for Starlight's fucking mom, fuck her, is strong as shit. Every single one of them, and it's organic. It's extremely organic. This wasn't something... The only time they pushed it was a joke, and that joke was on Avengers, and also the little movie that they was doing when... They was uh, girls really do put in work or whatever they fucking said. Right? Yeah, which I feel is a, a parody of that yeah. whole situation. Yeah, it was a parody of it. But like every woman from the um from in season one, uh, what was her name that uh, Homelander blew in her eyeballs? She was extremely fucking powerful. Um, the girl Kamiko, she's that nigga. Queen Maeve. Really showed her stuff in the, the. She said she. A lot of people give Queen made the MVP because she sta- she saved Starlight like six million times this season. Literally, she saved everybody's lives in that show. Everybody, <laughs> but Queen Starlight would be a pack by now. Was for Maeve. Uh, what is her name? Is it Mallory, the CIA lady? She be oh, putting yeah. out dirt on niggas. She be doing her thing. She just couldn't save her kids getting turned into a backwood. I mean, her great kids getting turned into a backwood. Um. Uh, Starlight, even though I'm on that kind of fence of like she's fucking annoying sometimes, but Starlight really grew some fucking balls this season. They have done, they did a, a fit, and then the new was to seem like antagonist. That's wait, Stormfront was for you to be the only way you can make Storm, I mean, Homelander worse than Stormfront was to make her a fucking Nazi. And the fact that I wanted her like, to die more was, than Homelander this season, they did a good job. 
My God, bro. So they did a good job of showing the power and like women roles and, and lead roles and every woman did an outstanding job. Even a politician lady. Yeah, and she's gonna be the antagonist for the next season. I'm gonna keep it real. Even for the people that read, we don't know what the hell is about to happen, right? Because she wasn't a main focus, I think. I can I have to read it again, but she wasn't a main focus. It usually was with the boys. They they're trickling on it, right? I think they're they're mixing up the like how the is canon in the comics, but it's not in chronological order in the show because of the they're creating a something that to watch the superheroes. They're creating like a, a government agency to watch the superheroes. But I think something's going to happen that leads into the season finale and like we all I, this is not spoiler, but Homelander fucking going absolute berserk in order for Butcher to become the 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 the, the main person to to overwatch the stoops, right? And leads to like Booker's wrapping up story and shit like that, things of that nature. But I think in chronologically they're doing it in different fucking ways because of Black Noir's disappearance. It they're doing it, that's why I'd be like it probably end in four seasons, depending if season okay, put it like this. If that if that woman dies, if like Homelander killed that woman, I don't know if Homelander gonna kill her or not. But if Homelander kills that woman like within episode four of like the third season, then the final season is season four. Because you gotta have like Homelander's climax has to come between either the end or the beginning of the fourth season, and then you wrap up Butcher's Huey and everybody else's story at with the last like three episodes because that's what it kind of needs. But um, if they do the route that they did Butcher in the comments, because Butcher in the comments was fucking ruthless. And I will say that he killed a fucking baby with a crowbar. Like, beat the dog shit out that baby. It was guts everywhere. Um, but uh, all in all, I think there's few shows that will ever touch live action-wise as the boys. Could it fall off a fucking cliff like Game of Thrones did? A fucking yes, course. Uh, but right now it is at a peak that few shows will ever touch. Not The Walking Dead, not 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 the other shit that's on AMC, not fucking Game of Thrones. Because recently I think I have to say what I've been watching. I watched this thing on YouTube, it was a two-part video of every plot hole in Game of Thrones that has not been rounded up. And bro, the number was almost in the hundreds. Mm. So like it is bad, bro. It is bad. So like the, the boys at that 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 statue that few shows can ever get to. So um, I'm hyping that to that statue, but it it really is that good. So I encourage if you ain't watch it, DC, watch it. If you don't want to watch it, read it. Reading it, it is a very exhilarating. It's a very dark comic. That is a lot of death. A lot of kind of nudity, I think, in that comic too. But like, it's a lot. But the it's 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 really fucking good, bro. It's like really good. If you don't, if if this is a show that you don't want to be spoiled on, do not read the comic because the comic is short and you will be fucking spoiled within like I guess the third, like the third time you read. I don't know if it's like three books or some shit like that. I read through that shit fast enough. But it's short, so you will be, you know. It'll be over fast and you kind of know how the boys end if they tend to go that route. 
which we don't know yet, but it can't seem like they is going to go that route. So, um, yeah, uh, watch the boys. Just watch it. It's the best shit out right now, in my opinion. Yeah, for me, um, definitely uh, season two is usually that is what determines if the show is really, really good or not. And, I mean, we're going to have to hold the same candle when Mandalorian comes out. Um, but it, it it was like, to me, this was like a testing on, like, is this show just a, a one-hit wonder or can it or can it continue to deliver? And it definitely delivered. Um, my favorite plot point uh, was actually when um, – a lot of and a lot of people don't like this plot point, but I actually really like the church side story. Me too. Just for the pure sense that it was just it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I just like I liked Deep's Deep's character arc to me was hilarious. The fact that it he seemed like he was gonna get some sort of redemption, but at the last minute he became a meme again. It was it was ironic. It was poetic justice, and I I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious um i like the way they handled um butcher's character like chris said um kind of making him more human and like what they trail said the stuff that he does in the comics that show would be x-rated so they make sometimes uh, so you just gotta you gotta hold that um but i do like um i like how they handled this character i liked the um I'll say this, as far as like negatives or things that were kind of like, eh, I would definitely say that Huey and Starlight for me, and I don't know if you, Chris and Daytrail felt it too. I felt like they were the weakest characters this season. Yeah, yeah, no lie. Definitely, Huey compared to the comic. Definitely, I don't know if they're going to do that. The only re- I can't say that because that's spoiler, but. Like, I don't know if Huey's ever going to grow a pair of balls like he did when he killed Translucent. I don't know if that shit ever happened again. But he is the only person that's technically human at all of them. Because Frenchie, Mother's Milk, and Butcher, them niggas are demi-humans at this point. Yeah, oh, they yeah, don't definitely. They, they don't <laughs> care. But I say, yeah, like, as far as, but as far as, like, character development, right? Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was, though, it, they seem like an afterthought. Yeah, like I feel as though they were like we kind of fleshed them out in season one, which they did. Uh, and then they were just kind of like, all right, we go let them take a take a back seat and let some other characters shine. But at the same time, there were a lot of scenes like when you were saying Ditro, Starlight definitely had a lot of scenes where she was annoying the hell out of me. Like I was just like, yo, shut up, can we move on? Type of situation. Um, not to say I hate her character or anything, but I definitely can see that. It, her and her and Huey were to me like, and just the fact that literally me and Ditch was watching the last episode and like every single character that came, every single new character that they introduce having an interaction with the boys, and they go to Huey and they're like, yeah, this nigga Huey's a bitch. Like every single character was like, yo, this nigga, this nigga's a bitch. He he's soft. Why do you like him, Starlight? Type of situation. And so. I definitely um, did, wasn't really concerned for them. Um, I did like Frenchie and Kimiko's plot line. I think that that was well done. Uh, I'll be, I did feel like it was a little bit rushed at certain points, uh, but I do think that the way they handled it was decent enough where 
you kind of got to see that French Reach really cared about Kimiko. Like, he wasn't after her because, like, oh, yeah, piece of nice pussy, I, I, I want to get you type of situation. It was like he truly cared about her. He cared about, like, what happened to her brother, and he wanted her to get through it because he's experienced similar pains. So I do like the fact that they, their little arc ended up with them being together at the end, and I don't know what the hell they go do. Um, Mother's Milk, my nigga, took a major L this season. But he bounced back, uh, especially since that nigga can survive electric car crashes. Um, <laughs> shout out to that. <laughs> um, like, my man walked out like he didn't have a scratch on his body. He's like, eh, whatever, dude. Car crashes happen every day, B. <laughs> Electricity is um, just a bonus. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I liked how his arc ended where like throughout the whole season, like I was just like, this man just wants to see his family again, and I, I fuck with it. Like, I, I was like, out of all the characters, if they were to kill off a member of the boys, they better not kill off Mother's Milk because this man literally just wants to spend time with his family. Um, a lot of people were hyping up Black Noir, but he didn't really do shit this season, uh, looking back on it. Uh, although the stuff that he did do was cold, like when he came into uh, Butcher's auntie house and fucked him up. Um, but, like, a lot, I think, because since we're kind of seeing they're, they're diverting from the comics, I'm assuming, because a lot of people are like, oh, I read the comics and Black Noir is going to be so fucking cold. Uh, um, so. Actually, not to be like, to, to correct you in doing this thing, because it can still go that way. They're actually, like, I'm not capping to y'all. None of those heroes do shit in the comics, bro. Like, nobody. A lot of them niggas just end up dead by the hand of Butcher. Bro, but um, black they doing a great job of setting up the Black Noir climax, bro, of what he is to the seven, and it is going to be when y'all yeah, see that. Yeah, I see a lot of people shit, hyping I'm that. Telling, up. I'm telling you, bro, if they do it right, oh my god, bro, it is is going to be a top five moment in in history, not just in television history, not just in fucking live action history, like in literal history. I'm talking about literal, literal like. Like next to Jesus coming back from the dead type shit, bro. Like it's gonna be so good, bro. I'm not gonna spoil myself, but I did hear a lot of people hype that. Uh, so I'm definitely. I hope they go. I think they can do. They can definitely do it in season three. Maybe be like a mid season climax or something. But that would be cold. Um, what else? Uh, the crux of the story of season two was that, like Chris was saying about like woman power. Um, I would definitely say that the theme of season two was the WAP song because <laughs> okay. pretty I'm <laughs> okay. You can't you can't tell me that literally every single character motivation in that show was for pussy. Homelander, pussy, pussy. <laughs> Huey, pussy, Frenchie, pussy. pussy. Everybody in that like yeah. there was literally an episode, yeah. me, Detroit, and Chad we it was literally an episode dedicated to them like a lot of people from the cast of the boys and even Homelander himself having sex, their motivation being, I want that woman pussy literally. So like that, literally the theme of season two was that pussy is power. And listen, I ain't got no problem with that. Pussy is a powerful, a powerful object. So shout out to that. Um, But I did like the way they handled the relationships as far as that episode was concerned, how it kind of started off where everybody was like, Oh, love is in the air. Oh, we all love each other. And then at the end of the episode, 
Butcher said some stuff about um, what's uh, Becca's uh, Becca's superhuman child, and he was like, eh, fuck that kid, like on his Michael Jordan status. And then she was like, nah, nah I don't want to give you a pussy. Hey, no fuck more. that kid, but come on, I need that pussy. <laughs> exactly. That was the theme, bro. I need some, look, boys, boys, dot, dot, I need some pussy. Um, but yeah, I think that um, as far as like the season finale is concerned, I think that that shit was fucking amazing. Like me and Detroit was like at, at the edge of our seat, like a, with a lot of revelations. Um, definitely a fuck you Stormfront vibe. Uh, and I think her, because a, a lot of people also said that she didn't die. Oh, like, yeah, so... She's still technically alive. So, okay, so in the comments, because they probably won't go this way because of, like, who all died as a hero. But in the comics, heroes don't die because Compound V keeps you alive. But you turn into a fucking zombie in a zombie state. So when Homeland was talking... About, like, he particularly said, like, she's in a disclosed so, facility, but it's a such such. Like, it's because that vo- compound V, you can't die with it. So, Vault keeps those heroes, like, in like a basement or something. So, I don't I think the only person who probably truly is dead is translucent because that nigga blew up. But, yeah, like, I don't think, I, I don't think she's, she probably come back. As, I don't know how they're gonna fucking do it, but I don't think she's dead. Yeah, I think she's, she's gonna dead. come back in some Like, I feel like she's gonna be. She's still going to be an important plot point. Maybe they'll even tie that into the senator story, um, with the whole compound B situation. Uh, just because, because I didn't peep that. Also, another big thing, um, and we can kind of go into this for the season finale. Spoiler alert! You know, well, we've been spoiling a lot, but like super spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the season finale, shit is lit. But it's revealed at the end that Senator, I think her name is Victoria Newman. Uh, she is the person who was behind the court case uh, massacre in a good Easter egg. I, and I shout out to Angry Joe, um, one of his cohorts, Alex. He pointed this out. If you go back and you look at that scene, she every every direction she looked in, someone's head exploded. So, mm. Like if you peep the if you peep the scene, if you go back because and, and I rewatched the scene again. If you rewatch the scene. When they're taking her away, every every direction she looks in, somebody's heads explode. And like when they're and you notice that when they're trying to drag her out the courtroom, she's not she doesn't want to go and she turns around and then somebody else's head explodes. So they did a great job oh, with that scene. So could it be so it could be two things, right? Because the reason I was like conflicted, like confused. Was because she, 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 everybody in. If it not, if one thing is in that season, if it's not about pussy, the other thing is lie to fucking Homelander because everyone lied to Homelander in the fucking season. But because she told Homelander like we had nothing to do, I had nothing to do with any of this shit. Because at first I thought it was the the ball head chick. Yeah, the chick that no, that scene in that scene in the courtroom that was all that's Victoria. Just, I, you Pete, that's so crazy. I'm rewatching like the scene right now, actually. Yeah, if you rewatch it, every direction she looks in, somebody's head explodes. 
So that was like a little kind of like Easter egg where like something's up with her. But we didn't we didn't notice that because like you said, Detro, we thought it was the bald head chick. Yeah. And we thought it was Stormfront, but in actuality, it was Victoria Newman all along. So do so, you so Cam, do you think she getting mind controlled or like it's, it's so fun? Cause at the end of the day, like when Ooh, I was yep. once when I was Ooh, in, she like, looked at the black dude, his head exploded. Yep. When somebody was playing this shit, they particularly said Vault had control over Compound V. So no one's getting Compound V unless Vault knows about it. Mm. But at the end of the day, did Vault know about her doing the... I feel like she has ties to... um, What's his name? Uh, The the leader of Vault. Alex. Yeah, I feel like Maybe there's some kind of super underground political deal going on between the two of them. And I I say this because you remember that he he left the meeting with the Church of the Collective kind of kind of a little bit mad, right? Because he felt like because the the dude the dude who was in charge of the church, he was like, Oh yeah, I got y'all now. Like y'all, y'all need the church. Vot needs the church because of the whole Nazi conspiracy thing. So I feel as though he probably stuck, struck some kind of like, hey, you take him out, I scratch your back, you scratch my back type of deal. And because we were all we were all towards the end of that season thinking that, okay, the church is going to play some big role in season yeah. three. And I still think they're, they're going to, but we thought that the main villain was going to be the head of the church. Then all of a sudden he opens up the can of Fresca and dies. So I feel as though like her, she has a, she has a huge connection to Vought. And I think it's more so her in the head of Vought. They they have some kind of deal going because if you remember when he was talking to um Butcher, he was like, "Look, all of this is just business at the end of the day." Okay, I know how they're gonna play it out, so I'm not gonna spoil what happens with a certain character. But okay, because this is how they can play it out. While everything, because this is one thing that the the comics does, and this one thing that the show doing too. It's a bunch of cont- Agency plans, right? So mm. Vault's main plan is to get Compound V in the White House. That's their main plan. Yep. But the reason they used the Congresswoman who was against heroes was to use that she was basically a contingency plan against like Homelander and all those other heroes, you know, getting too high and mighty of their fucking selves. In which she always was that level ground of keeping everything fucking level. Because no matter what, it was going to get to that White House. But right. now she use it as a way they use it. Um, and I can't say the second part because that'll be spoilers. But they using her as like to watch over the suits, which they ain't watching over Homeland and what they do, which is going to make Homeland take off. And then that's going to lead to climaxes and shit of that nature. Yeah, because so, yeah. she used she used that incident to set up that kind of Avengers initiative team thing. Yeah, it all oh, it's about it's about to get so fucking good, bro. Well, shout out to twenty twenty two. I hope the world don't end. Yeah, that's the that's the only bad thing is that like y'all y'all really telling me y'all started writing the script for season three right now? Y'all should have been on that shit after y'all freaking green lit season two. And then they go into February is when they're gonna start recording. Who knows what type of restriction COVID gonna have? Oh yeah, twenty twenty two. It's definitely twenty twenty two. 
So if you guys are super impatient, uh, I guess go read the comics. <laughs> exactly. And theorize. Pretty much. So uh, have fun. But we highly encourage the boys, if you have not started yet, like DC, I know you, like, you would like this, G. You would love it. Like from start to finish. Uh, so uh, I highly recommend you, DC, to check it out. Listeners, please check it out. Like the boys is very freaking good. Very freaking good, and especially if you need to change your pace from the happy-go-lucky happy superhero movies, su- ah, superhero movies and TV shows we've been getting. So it's a huge change of pace. So I highly recommend it. Uh, we two hours in, a little over two hours in, and I my microphone is tw- tweaking and shit. It's still working good now, but we're gonna try to end the episode shortly. So with that said, we got fucking clowns on. <laughs> Goofy ass. Alright, man. Clowns, G. We got plenty of them. But, first clown, probably my only clown. But, uh, all I'm gonna say is this, G. A lot of y'all niggas. A lot of y'all. I need you niggas. To hold that fucking nail reason why i say that and the reason i really when i'm really i want you guys to understand when i say this when i say hold that l i need you niggas to learn to when a woman rejects you g you hold that l take it to the the chin it's okay it's okay to hold that l bro and one thing the reason i'm saying this is because when I add former classmates on Facebook, I don't expect you to go through all the the great black women I follow. Like I, I I'm cool with a lot of great black women. G, don't freaking befriend them and then literally stalk stalk them and send them creepy messages. That's not fucking cool, G. It's not. It's not. It really isn't. It's not cool. It's not. Especially, and then when they reject you because your lining ain't straight and all of that, you gotta hold that. Plain and simple, hold your L's, fellas, because at the end of the day, you failed. Your loved ones are sad. <laughs> your loved ones are sad. Because you're a clown. Hold that. So stop it. Please. Because I hate when they message me. And saying. Get your boy. I don't know you. Well I, I knew you. But but gee. I don't know you. So that's all I got to say. Fucking clown. Uh, I ain't got no clown. Do I got a goat? Uh, I ain't got no goat. Fuck it. Yeah, I ain't got nothing. No goat? Alright. Nope. Oh, my goat. I got a goat. That's why he's in me! That's why he's the goat! The goat! <laughs> Khalil Mack. Khalil, oh, yeah. Uncle Khalil Mack for getting Tom Brady the fuck up out of here, man. That's all. <laughs> yeah, folks did put in work, G. I saw I saw the, uh, the highlight. Shout out to Shizzle to the Honest. 
Uncle Khalil Mack is back, G. Uh, any more? Clowns? Nah. I got a clown. Um, my clown of the week goes to... I don't know if we have them in the Hall of Fame. It's a, it's kind of like a revolved around a situation, but niggas over in Fox News. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, it's fucking Fox News, but they were talking about how unprofessional um, Kamala, Harris, Kamala Harris was during the vice president uh, debate, like because of her facial expressions used. Um, and, you know, shout out to The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. They're basically like, oh, yeah, yeah, they don't like those facial expressions. And they brought like a whole freaking uh, character palette of like all the facial expressions Donald Trump has made. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, we know Fox is huge. They're huge Republicans. So they go suck this man Trump's dick um, until he literally gives them COVID. Uh, but just super goofy. And then they even they even uh, had like a whole um Still talking about the fact that they now they feel like President Trump really knows what he's talking about as far as COVID is concerned because he caught it. Like he's like he's like a general who took an injury on the battlefield, but then he got up ready to lead the charge. I'm like, I need whatever Fox News is taking, bro, because they just they live in a different world. And if that world is as perfect as they keep talking about, maybe I want to live there too. Because, man, I don't listen, bro. Weird. Uh, so they they just being some goofies over there. Um, shout out to that fly. The Twitter jokes were amazing. Fly shine. <laughs> that Twitter was the Twitter jokes were fucking amazing. Um, and like, hey, listen, America. Take that as a sign, G. That fly was prospering on his head, and he did not care one bit. Because I, I mean, us as black people, I, we know even if we, even though we have a lot of hair on on top, I know when the fly is on me. I swat that bit like, nope, nope. This man, I'm pretty sure he knew that it was a fly on him, and he just he he just was like, yeah, hey, I'm gonna let it be, bro. So take that as a sign, bro. Like, some, I don't know about that Mike Pence fella. And if you don't know about that Mike Pence fella, you definitely should not know about that Trump fella because he, he ain't one of them good boys. So I say all this to say um, election day is coming up. Vote. And that's all. Hey, please vote. Please. And vote with some common sense. And don't fall for the when the media outlets sit there and say, oh, well, uh, Biden's uh, leading the early points of who the early fan polls and stuff that don't mean anything. Exactly. Please actually vote. go out and vote if you are capable you of saying, voting. And for all those people who saying it don't matter, you don't care, blah blah blah. Like, like we said last year, y'all are the reasons why this man Trump is in office. So that yep. I don't care attitude, whenever y'all complaining about, it, whenever y'all making essay long Facebook posts about how the economy sucks and blah, 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 and all these policies that suck that got removed from the Obama uh, legacy and all this other shit is because of that. I don't care. It don't matter if I vote. My vote don't mean nothing. It's because of that mentality that we were in the situation we in currently. So I'm going to need y'all to get y'all, shut y'all goofy asses up, go online, 
register for mail-in voting it's simple all you got to do is have if you some form of id with that with a um, id number and your social security enter in your address they'll send you a mail-in ballot you fill out the details you send it in that's all it takes uh-huh. you ain't you ain't got to show up in covid infested polls or anything like that sign up a mail-in ballot I don't care if I'm getting political because it's our future and politics matter. So deal with it. So exactly. Vote. Exactly. Uh, so vote by any means necessary. Even if you could early voting polls start soon, I believe. So do your Googles. We all have smartphones here. Unless for some odd reason we have somebody over the age of 50 with a flip phone. We all have smartphones. Hey, it still work, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> hey, you but, could probably do it or the flip phone with good internet register online to vote exactly <laughs> or if, if you are already registered and you know you might struggle trying to get to the polls on election day look for the early voting uh places because i'm Contact pretty sure and family see if they send with see when they go in to vote and hitch a ride exactly do something bro yep so no excuses this is like no excuses please uh but yeah we had to have a very i wouldn't call it political reality is literally our right as freaking human beings and as black people are right for literally barely a few decades so (laughs) take advantage of it please um but at, but as we close this episode out, we appreciate you guys for listening. As always, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Black Otaku's at the Black Otaku because we are the one and only, the first of its kind. Uh, make sure you also follow the Instagram page at you tweaking you tweaking media uh, as well. Also, once again, I know I've been saying this, and but I'm so sincere. YouTube channel is on the way. On the way, you can currently subscribe to the channel in itself you tweaking media you we will pop up it's probably nothing there but hit that follow button regardless because it means a lot but uh anything else oh whatever platform that you listen to this podcast on whether it's apple podcast soundcloud google podcast spotify hit that share button hit that follow button hit that subscribe button even if you want to leave a nice little review i would love that even if, if it's a negative review, I probably will hunt you down uh, through IP, uh, through your IP address. But I will appreciate it. It means something. You listened. You had an opinion, and we could probably do better. You probably won't listen because I'm gonna get you out of here. But we would do better. But we appreciate you guys for listening all the way through, especially those that listen all the way through because we talk a lot. But we entertain you guys. Content, my niggas. But we appreciate you guys. As always, uh, much love, peace, and God bless. Fuck that. Peace out.